Hello, everybody listening to the Family the Podcast, your boy 2K. So I'm here with my dog, A-Rod. And we are back, uh, better than ever. A lot of sports have been consumed over the last couple of weeks. A lot of stuff has happened over the last couple of weeks. But I want to start doing this thing now where we kick it off with the most, with the wackiest, craziest, or funniest thing you've seen in sports uh, over the last week. For us, maybe the last two weeks. I'll let you start, A-Rod. Um, and first of all, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, in case you didn't know, Ramadan has started, so we're on day seven of Ramadan. So I will be eating on this show in T minus 20 minutes or so. So I'm hey, starving. Do what you so, do. So, everybody out there fasting and everyone out there participating in Ramadan, you know, stand strong and you know, more power to you, man. It's it's tough, but it's good mind, bodily, spirit. So, um Crazy sports story. Is that what you asked? Is that the question? Something, just whatever. Something that's just like, man, caught your eye or something. Um, I mean, if you want, what's caught my eye the most is like the final four. Like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is the craziest final four I've ever seen in my life. It's there's there's just it's all chaos. It's anybody got there. It's doggy dog FAU. Like it's FAU. That's that's what trips me out. It's FAU. 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 Like I think that's the craziest one for me. Um, because everybody in our our bracket and our bracketology thing is all fucked. Yeah. Uh, except except Nick. Nick has UConn going to the final. He did. And you know what's crazy? Yeah, he did. And um, what's crazy? I always do two brackets. I do my UConn bracket. Oh, and yeah. I do my regular bracket, and this year I didn't do a UConn bracket. I was like, ah, "That's where you failed." Ah, they just—it hasn't been the same program. But mm-hmm. the Final Four for me is definitely like the craziest sports story I've seen out there. So, love to hear yours. Um, mine is like is wacky. Um, you know, we you we were talking about it. I think yesterday, two days ago, how my boy JT got uh tossed from a game for oh yeah that for, that for quote unquote like embarrassing the uh the ump. I, I'm starting to see a lot of this in sports. Like when a re- if a ref feels slightly, you know, like intimidated or away. embarrassed or something, they throw that tee up so quick. I'm seeing it with basketball. Well, um, uh, who was it? Fred Van Fleet went went off on the ref a couple weeks ago. Um, what's his name? Brandon Ingram or, or Jason Taylor just clapped because he, you know, he, he did something to him. He was mad at himself. Teed him up. Uh, I saw somebody else the other night got a double text sent. I'm like, yo. The referees, the umpires, the officials that 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 call the games that we love have become super sensitive. And I would, you know, typically I don't want to blame that on um uh you know they're millennials or something or they're Gen Zers. No, these are all old people. <laughs> it's, yeah. like, it's all the baby boomers and shit. So I'm like, yo, what is wrong with y'all? So uh there's definitely a divide right now between uh uh the old umps and, and refs and then the uh, the young um professional athlete talent so that's that's been the wackiest thing i've noticed over the last couple of weeks yeah like you expect draymond green to get a tech every time because yeah. it's draymond. like he's you know a magnet for that almost like rasheed wallace was like you know it's coming whenever they do something because it's yeah. like they hurt the refs they're they're annoyed by them but like jason tatum misses a shot and claps his hands like come Damn, on I missed that. And you're going to give him that? Come on, and man. I'll be honest. That that uh that real Muto thing, like, it did look kind of dickish when you look at it. But at the same time, if you look at it, the play before. Yeah. 
he asked for the ball and the ump threw the pitch through, yeah. through the pitcher. Yeah. So like he waited, didn't get it, and took it back. And it just happened to be coincidence. And JT like, was probably, you know, he's a you know professional athletes are like routine habit type of people. So his first automatic thing was to put his glove back. And then probably he's like, oh, he's probably gonna throw it again. So he removed it. So I don't know. It's just a lot of sensitivity, a lot of just uh yeah, a lot of uh zestiness and stuff. I mean, I, I just need to calm down, man. Just enjoy the game. That's that's where I'm at with that. So, uh, let's take it on. We got a lot jam-packed show today. Uh, we, we'll try not to keep you guys on forever, uh, but we got a lot to talk about because um, this that's like the spring is like the the it's like the best time of year. You know, NFL draft is about to come up, NBA finals and playoffs about to come up, NHL playoffs about to come up, uh, baseball is back, Final Four, uh, XFL. I mean, like this. Whatever you, whatever your flavor is, is out there. I was watching cricket the other day. Like I don't even know what I don't even know what I'm watching. I was like, yo, this is pretty intense. It's pretty intense. So, minor league baseball. That's all I've or uh, spring training baseball. That's all I've been watching. Whatever is whatever is is, is a competition. I'm watching and soccer. I've been watching soccer, soccer too. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot going on. But we're gonna kick it off with the National Football League. Um, since we last spoke. A couple of these things that I thought would already be situated uh, with with the Lamar Jackson and the uh, Aaron Rodgers um, scenarios that are going on right now. Now, since the last time we spoke, a lot has happened with Lamar Jackson. He's he's made it public that he did ask for a trade, and now he's clapping back and snapping back on everybody on Twitter. So uh, I'm gonna give the floor to you. What 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 the hell is going on with Lamar, and what the hell is about to happen? Because it's a lot. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I keep reading stuff about him and I get his frustration. Like I, if I was a player, I would understand your frustration when nobody wants you on their team. Like you are a top 10, top five, top seven quarterback in the league. When healthy, you are, you're definitely that guy. You are him. Um, but you need representation, bro. Like I keep saying this all the time. You need representation. That's the problem. That's, that's like, probably a lot of people are upset about but but just just you know just to um what's the word i'm looking for push back on that larry mutunsel got himself he's like the richest person in the nfl right now and he he had he represents himself the same larry mutunsel that had weed inside of a gas mask and and on on his draft night is the same guy who's representing himself and has the uh the biggest like left tackle or offensive lineman contract or whatever so what team is he on he plays for the houston texans exactly that's why they need anything they can get (laughs) but baltimore listen baltimore knows damn well without 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 lamar compared to tyler huntley it's a completely different football team it's Mm -hmm. i mean it's, it's obvious at this point it is. And I, and what I've been reading is that he has somebody going in there and like speaking on his behalf, but not an agent, just someone to like guide him and like say stuff. And I think people like fed up with that, too, is what I'm what I'm hearing and reading. So Lamar, like. He's come out and said he doesn't want the guaranteed money, which I don't know if that's true that's or not. BS. <laughs> I know that's truly BS. Um, if anybody I feel bad for is Harbaugh. Harbaugh's in like a in like a hard place because like he wants him there, mm-hmm. but he can't do so much. So, and that's like a relationship I don't want to see get broken up because they're they're fantastic. They're together. good tandem. They are, and um, I I think in Lamar's case, it's it's just tough because I would be fuss if I was him, I would be frustrated too. 
However, the only difference, like I said, I would have representation mm-hmm. to move us along a lot quicker. They know the, the the ends of the game. They know the tricks of the trade. They're going to be able to negotiate better for you and get you a deal that you want and get you secure on the roster and playing. Mm-hmm. It's that Deshaun Watson has to be the guy, but like at one point, somebody's going to be like, no, I'm not paying this for this guy. And then the next one, no, I'm not paying this for this guy. That's ridiculous that they gave that rapist all that money. <laughs> so I mean, it's, shit, cost pay the play, right? Yeah, but it's it's crazy to think that. Um, and and I, I feel for the guy. I want him to get this deal done, but like it's 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 what we preach to all the time in sports. They need a story to draw up. We got to have some kind of you know drama saga, the Lamar Jackson story. They yeah. got to have this all written out. So. It's, um, it's in the script. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to hit up Arian Foster and see if that might be in the script, but yeah. it's it's unfortunate, man. I want this guy signed. I want him on the Ravens. You know, I, the Jets, you know, I would love for them to try and tour That's around. not happening. <laughs> it, it's not happening. They got their eyes lasered on one guy. <laughs> it's true. That's true. But you never know. You never know. With Aaron Rodgers, too, is a, it's a tricky thing as well. It is a very tricky thing. And we're going to get to that in just a second. That mm-hmm. deal's not done. So at what point are we like, fuck, I don't want to do this. But you know what? I'm comfortable giving away two first round picks to get a guy that I know is young mm-hmm. and can be there for a while. So we'll we'll talk about Aaron in a bit, but I feel for Lamar. It's 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 tough for the guy, but get representation, bro. And this will go by a whole lot quicker. So looking at uh the top contracts right now, um, just from a fully guaranteed standpoint, Aaron Rodgers fully guarantees 101 million, Russell Wilson is 124, Kyler Murray is 103. Deshaun Watson's 230. Uh Patrick Mahomes is 63 million. So outside of the outliers of 63 million Patrick Mahomes and 230 million guaranteed Deshaun Watson, what a crazy dichotomy that is. <laughs> um, you know, if I'm Lamar, I definitely want to have more money than Russell Wilson guaranteed, more than Kyler Murray guaranteed, because what the hell has Kyler Murray done? Exactly. Um, and and they're talking about injury, he just tore his ACL. So and it's not like, you know, Russell Wilson has been battling like a hip injury over the last couple. Uh, he's got surgery on his on his leg. Deshaun Watson had surgery on his ACLs. Uh, Patrick Mahomes had a high ankle sprain. And play. Like, it's not like Lamar Jackson's the only person that got hurt. Um, but I feel like they keep using this, oh, your style of play, your style of play. Y'all make it. I think I think what the what the problem is that everyone's just assuming that Lamar Jackson wants to play like that. Like he wants to be a design running, running back or something like that. It was the offense that was being called and he just runs the right. offense. So and at the end the of the lack, day, and it's the lack of offensive weapons as well. It's on the top lack of that. Of everything given on top of that. So like, if you have, in, and mind you, when he did get hurt, he got hurt in the pocket. It's not like he got hurt running. He got hurt in the pocket where majority of quarterback injuries happen. It's in the pocket. So it's not like, He's immune to being sacked. You know, if your offensive line doesn't take care of you, you know, you're going to get sacked. You might get hurt. Um, but I think they need to just, they, they need to, there's notion that he's just a running quarterback and da 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 da. I don't like the notion because I don't think it's true. I mean, Kyler Murray runs a lot and they gave him 200, uh, 230 million total value, uh, 46 million a year. So if I'm, and so if he's getting 46 a year, Kyler Murray and Deshaun Watson's getting 46 a year, Russell's getting 49, Aaron Rodgers is getting 50. The number for Lamar Jackson starts at like 47, 48, or 49 a year. So essentially, he's looking for 50 million a year. Um, they offered him three years, allegedly, three years, 133. Uh, what's that math on that? Mind you, the, the, the 133 would have been fully guaranteed. So I'm thinking he wants that 
that fully guaranteed to be uh like five years and not you know just three years. But yeah. Um what did I say? Oh, divided by three. So that's hmm. ah, whatever. Either way, <laughs> it's like forty four point three million dollars um uh annually. So he that, that's what they were offering, which is basically the franchise tag. Um yeah. and so yeah, if I'm Lamar, 43 million a year is disrespectful. Um, I've won an MVP, I and I win playoff games, my winning record is like above 650. Like my touchdown, there you go. Get that food in. My touchdown interception ratio is 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 phenomenal. So what more do you need to see? If I'm Lamar, I understand the hardball. Um, but that's the way the point comes in with representation. He is trying like he's trying to explain to them that you know I only played because my PCL, da, da, da. but when you have Drew Rose and Howells or you know that kind of uh, that kind of person uh representing you, all this stuff gets circumvented, uh legal jargon, jargon this and you know, whatever, whatever. Boom, he would have had his contract by now, in my opinion. Okay, because there's no way. There's no way like this this agent that this good agent is going to not get that um not get that deal done for him and you know exactly. when you're going into yourself for these meetings it's tough it's really tough so it's not like it's gonna change it's not like he's gonna go out out of the set and go get a uh an agent though that's the problem like he's not gonna now he's not at this point he's so dug in he's not gonna go get another uh, representation so he's gonna be in this fight for this till the end and another thing too is like. A lot of these teams that are quarterback needy, they're preparing for this year, and they're also preparing for next year because mm-hmm. next year is supposed to be a great draft class and quarterbacks. Hello, so you Williams. got Williams. Uh, you've got the kid from um, from South Carolina. You've got uh, Spencer Rapp. You got the kid from Texas. Uh, Texas. What's his name? Ewers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got a few, but There's a lot. so they're 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 thinking smart on this. But those are all. What ifs? We know what we got right now with Lamar. He's only 20. How old is he? Lamar Jackson is only 26 years old. He's still a kid. Like, he's only two years younger than Deshaun Watson, two years younger than Patrick Mahomes. It's not like he's an old man. But what do we we preach about? Youth? Youth and money. If you can get a guy younger. Of course. Like it. That's, that's, can't play how everybody thinks like us. I'd get Lamar any one of those scrubs any day of the week. He's already got He's got the hardware to speak already, so yeah. I mean, I think they should just give him two hundred mil guarantee, four years. Meet you right in the middle. We'll 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 get we'll fully guarantee two hundred or one eighty maybe of that two hundred. But they just need to get this shit over with because I don't. But I don't think it's gonna. I don't know if it's gonna come from um, the Ravens anymore because it the way it looks, the Ravens are dug in to do what they're gonna do, and Lamar Jackson is dug in to get the money that he wants. And if he's not gonna get it from the Ravens. He will happily go somewhere else. Now, where that somewhere else, somewhere else is, we're still not sure yet. Um, yeah. We posted inside uh, on Facebook, the other, on Instagram the other day, like the uh, uh, what do you call it? The odds of where he can end up. And you know, you Buck fans are like, "Oh, you think there's a chance?" There's a chance, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> or so you're saying there's a chance. Well, I mean, technically, it's not like it's impossible. So I'm not gonna just you know, I'm not gonna poo poo on their dreams like that, but. Um, we saw the Lions on there. We saw the Patriots on there. Now the Patriots one has started to be intriguing, and I know we had Sammy on uh, a couple of weeks ago, but I, this was this subject was broached. The subject was definitely broached. So, how would you feel if Lamar Jackson ends up with the Patriots? Because 
it feels like Bill Belichick is going through some. What you know how you always talk about identity crisis. I feel like Bill Belichick is starting to go through one of those right now, and the, the Patriots don't know who they are. It's like ever since Tom Brady, it's like ever since old girl left, my life hasn't been the same, and Tom Brady is not walking through that door again. So, do you think Lamar Jackson could be a good marriage for Bill Belichick and Robert I think and he, Robert Kraft? I think he could, but I don't think it'll happen. What 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 makes you think it wouldn't happen? Because look. Uh, um, Bill Belichick was very intrigued with Cam Newton years ago. Like they had a really good relationship years ago, and at the moment that Cam Newton became available, he made sure he had Cam Newton on his team. And him and Lamar have a very similar, like you know, like you know, adoration for each other. I feel like they're not sold on Mac Jones. Um, you know, obviously they're not. Um, and then your other option is Bailey Zappi, or wait till next year and if you suck again, which they're not going to suck bad enough to get the kind of quarterback that you want. I think you just get rid of these two first right now and give uh but the thing is that <laughs> the Patriots don't pay people like that. They do you That's know the t- if Tom Brady's an indication of anything. So you want my answer? You want my answer? Yeah. Bill Belichick is still in an identity crisis. That's the thing. Like yeah. he's always he's in the sunken place. He's in the sunken place for white men. That's where he's at right now. <laughs> he's deaf he's not gonna get over his ways. That's just the type of play the uh, coach he is. Sammy and Vic will tell you. Every year, they got the opportunity to get a stud white receiver in the first round for their quarterbacks, and they still don't do it. And when they yeah. do, they get the wrong one every time. So yeah. I just don't see it happening. Like, if if he were to go to the Patriots, it'd be a match made in heaven. That's the kind of guy you want to play for is Bill Belichick. And he's a quarterback away from being, you know, a contender again. And, you know, I think and they some have a receiving of, talent. <laughs> yeah, and some receiving talent. But what has Lamar not worked with before? He can do it there again. So, but do you think he wants to do that again? Like, it's obviously, yeah, that's, annoying. that's also that too. Yeah, that's yeah. definitely annoying too. I think, I think, um, that would be scary for those two to get together. But I just, I just can't see it happening. Mm-hmm. Can't see it happening. I think they're too invested in Mac Jones still. So, how about so the Colts are so it's the Colts number one at the top of this list as, as odds for that. So they're in the four slot right now. We're going to talk about our, our mock drafts in a little bit. They're in the four slot right now. Do you think they would rather use that four slot on a quarterback or getting somebody like Lamar? Because I heard there's intrigue there too. And Shane Steichen just came from our offense and we have uh, Jalen Hurts. So he can definitely make an offense cater to, to uh, Lamar Jackson, which would be very, very scary if he can master it the way Jalen Hurts did. Yeah, uh says a drunk, so like I don't trust anything he says. Um, I like the guy though. Yeah. He's a drunk. Um I I th- <clears throat> I think it would be a good fit for him, but I also think it's not the offense you want to put him in because there's just so much firepower everywhere. And I feel like the Colts for so many years have not had a mobile quarterback. They just get your typical pocket passer. That's the type of quarterback they would. Yeah, but this is a different regime now. Exactly. Exactly. It could change. But I just I just don't know how all that's going to mesh with Lamar. You know, I, I still think he – we say that he doesn't like to run or doesn't want to be there all the time, but he knows how to run. He knows how to get out the pocket and, and, and be elusive. So I I just don't see him in that type of offense. I don't. But if they get him, I'm happy for him. I want the guy to get paid wherever he goes. I just mm-hmm. don't see them. Do. I see them – I see them going after like a Will Levis kind of guy. Yeah, because that's what – and you're only doing this based on history because historically over, that's what they, that's what they've been looking like is like a Will Levis type of guy, which I completely understand. But at the same point, right now, their, their starting quarterback would be Gardner Minshew, and they have Nick Foles and Sam Ellinger. 
So that's horrible. Now let's look at the weapons that they have. Jonathan Taylor, it's a fantastic running back to have in, in an option type of situation. Michael Pittman Jr., Alec Pierce. Uh yeah, that's about it. The time, like they have no, they have no talent. Yeah, <laughs> Not receiver. So if they get Lamar now and then try to figure out getting a you know a nice receiver in the draft, you know, maybe, but I see what you're saying, though. It's it's never it's, like that. There, it, it, like history is always meant to be broken, but when yeah. are we going to see it done? Every quarterback, if you look at it down the line, has never been a mobile quarterback. We could say Jacoby Brissett, but he became a pocket passer when he was there. Jacoby Brissett is not has never been a mobile quarterback. He slows yeah. he slows balls. Slow, oh, they I'm... also got Isaiah McKenzie now. So there's no there, there's some talent with the Colts. Isaiah yeah, McKenzie, uh, Pierce, and uh, and uh, Michael Pittman Jr. USC uh, cat. There's something there. There's something there. I th- I think it I think it could work, but it really just comes down to what you know what you know what how much do they value those picks? So we'll see. But um, switching quarterbacks, I'm just gonna lay it out for you. Are you uh, a little concerned? Bro, I'm over. Are you I'm a little concerned? I'm. I'm. Not, I told you this. Like, yeah. don't, don't act brand new. Don't act like I didn't say anything. Like, I'm. I'm. Pre- I'm expecting the best, but so much prepared for the worst. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like it's just getting drug on, and and you know what the best part about it is, Aaron has nothing to do with it. Yeah, he has nothing to do he with it. Right? Yeah, and then you know what you you know what would happen? They'd hammer out a deal, and he goes, ah, "I don't want to do this anymore." Like I I could feel that happening. I don't. I I, don't, I, I really like. You know we you know we 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 went back and forth with a Raj over the last couple of years, but. Deep down in both of our hearts, we know that Batman's a bad man, man. He's like, he you know, is. ridiculous. He and... is on that, but but <laughs> what what I'm hearing now, what I'm reading from beat writers is like, we don't have to give up a first round pick, mm-hmm. so that makes me happy. Yeah, it's looking like it's two second round picks, I one this that. year, one next year, and I'm content with that if that is true. But what kills me still, to this fucking day, and I gotta stop cursing because it's Ramadan, but it's my show and I can do what I want on it. Is is I don't know what's what the offer is yet. I haven't seen any of the schematics of anything. It's just you know word of mouth basically. It's probably like, also something to do with his contract. Like, yo, is, are you gonna are y'all gonna pay like some of this uh, sixty million that we gotta pay him this year? Because that could definitely be you know part of it. Because I mean he's bringing over a hefty ass contract, so you know, and they've already y'all been spending money all 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 spring just. Getting getting players left and right, and I got OBJ in the, in the uh eating dinner with some OBJ I know, happens. So. My God, I will, I will. I already get, I already forgave him, so I don't have to do it anymore. But I'll definitely buy an OBJ jersey. I will definitely buy OBJ jersey. I forgave this, him after the Rams Super Bowl. As a, oh yeah, and I'm proud of you because uh, you you're doing a good job of forgiveness and you know coming coming you know seeing the light. But, be a therapist, uh, maybe I think I want to be a therapist, so we'll find hey, out. You should, man. Therapy is good. Now, uh, as of three hours ago, uh, NBC Sports reported that the Packers and Jets are getting closer to the trade. Uh, obviously, we hear this every day, so who who really knows what that means? Um, and as far as like offers, it's you know there's they want so the, y'all want. Oh, the 2025 draft pick. Um, it's being held up by like a couple of draft picks, maybe. Like, I don't, yeah, the deal's going to get done. I think it's something, you know, you got to pay attention to stuff like, you know, the league year and, you know, when this contract becomes official and, 
after the draft is. So it's going to be done. It might be done like on draft night, you know, to kind of spice things up. Uh, because remember on the last time um, Aaron Rodgers was shocked on draft night is that when they drafted Jordan Love without telling him. So I feel like it'll be a nice little poetic justice that happens on on draft night. Now, are you going to be nervous to wait a whole nother month for this? Though? <laughs> like, would you be frustrated? I'm already frustrated. I'm already frustrated. Like I told you, like the fact that I don't know what is being thrown out there, mm-hmm. it's just, it flaws me that, that I can't get any of the schematics of shit. That's that drives me nuts. But if you, you don't you follow all these beat writers? Like what are they yeah. telling you? <laughs> the same thing. It's almost done. And and each day it's like, it's, it's changing in the language of the trades of like yeah. what, what green Bay wants. And t- the other day, I think it was like two days ago, they said it, it doesn't like they got to give up a first round pick for that. For now. <laughs> yeah. For now it could be, we hammer out the trade. And then they're like, now we want a first round pick. I don't know, bro. Like, I just feel like these negotiations are, it's, it's like, um, <clears throat> it's like a boiler room. Basically you're going to the boiler room. Yeah. Well, I I'm, I'm in sales. I get the way sales work. Mm-hmm. You know, you have your offer, you have your counter offer, you have all these things that you got to do. So it's, it's just, I can only imagine what it's like in an NFL room room. And I'm sure it's like a lot of like, fuck you, Bill, you said this and, God damn it, Jim, you said this. Yeah, it's probably disgusting in there. He's 40 fucking years old, you piece of shit. We're talking about millions of dollars. <laughs> like exactly. like nine figures of millions of dollars. Like <laughs> 10 figures. Like a lot of zeros are being dealt now over the on nowadays. Like we get like half a billion dollar contracts now. Like what the hell? So for sure. It's definitely crazy in there. Um it's, well, yeah, it's gut feeling. It's okay, Jets fan. Like the the saga of this is it's this is another one. It's just like I'm happy, Let's, but like yeah. I just hate it's my team. It's I'll my be team. very, very, very honest. Like it's because I'm happy that you said that. Like you hate it's your team. Like with the Sixers, that's how I'll be feeling sometimes. Like, oh my god, why is this Ben Simmons things happening to us? Oh my god, why is this uh, James Harden thing happening? Oh my god, like it's always like something there. Um, and then the Eagles, it's always something with the Eagles, but. Um, I can't say that I don't envy you at all. Like, even if you get Aaron Rodgers for this little one or two year experiment, I got Jalen Hurts for a long time, and we about to get him paid. I got shit to worry about with my dog Jalen Hurts. So, uh, let's move on. Uh, NFL draft. We uh, we both done some of our mock drafts. We're about a month away um, from the actual draft. Uh, where is it being taken place this year? Do you know? Somewhere boring, I think. It was what? Wasn't it like in Nashville uh, last year? Yeah, isn't it? Is it Vegas this year? It's it's going to be in. Don't tell me it's in Kansas City. It's in Kansas City, Missouri. Jeez, Louise, we're gonna go eat some barbecue, and that's it. That's what else you gonna do in Kansas City? Uh, all right. So we're we're about a month away from the NFL draft. Actually, like literally about a month away. So. Um, we're going to drop our, we're dropping our 1.0s, uh, by the time you guys are listening to this, it might already be released. Um, we kind of waited a little bit this year. I wanted to get free agency out the way. And then when we were about to drop the last one, then the Panthers made the trade. So I feel like everything's kind of calmed down right now. This is the perfect time to release our remarks. So, uh, without further ado, I'm giving the floor to you, A-Rod. Now, I don't need you to go through all your picks or anything like that, but I want you to explain yourself. I'm going to ask you to explain yourself 
about a couple of these um, picks that you made. So we'll kick it off with your first five. Uh, I'm a mock that you have. So you got Carolina going Stroud. You got uh, the Texans going Bryce Young. You got um, the Cardinals going with Will Anderson. The Colts going with Will Levis, as you mentioned earlier. And the Seahawks going with Jalen Carter. Explain yourself. Um, I think that's your top five outside of, you know, Will Levis. You can interchange that with Anthony Richardson. But um, I think with the Panthers moving up, I think C.J. Stroud is like the clear number one now. Um, I, I think the only team, I shouldn't say the only team, but the team that values Bryce Young at a number two pick and doesn't care about his size or that factor right now is definitely the Houston Texans. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> I think Carolina just wants a big pocket passing, awesome mobile type, you know, Cam Newton. If you, I can't compare him to Cam. Newton. Not necessarily. It's Frank yeah. Wright. That's, that's coaching. So he wants yeah. like a Carson Wentz that works. <laughs> yeah. So CJ Stroud just makes sense there. And then yeah. you see it already linked to there. Everybody's going CJ Stroud with one. And I, I think that's the, I think that's the first, I haven't had my change of heart. Yeah. Like I did a couple of days before the draft, like last time. Yeah. Now, before you go to Bryce, if you were Carolina, though, who would you draft between Bryce, oh, Bryce and Young, bro? Okay. Bryce Young. I'm just making sure that we're on the same page there because as much as I think CJ Charles is a fantastic quarterback, uh, you know, Bryce Young played, you know, Bryce Young is, he makes throws and stuff that you just only see a couple people that can do. And at his size, how he's able to like throw it over a bunch of tall guys in front of him and land it exactly where the ball needs to be at in the middle of the field, but that dude is Houdini. So, I'm happy we're on the same page there, but uh, yeah. I'll, I'll give the full back to you. <laughs> um, Bryce Young is my two. Uh, Houston definitely needs a quarterback, and that's got to be your number two. If if they were to take Will Levis, that would shock me completely. If Bryce Young's stock was to fall, like, what more does this kid have to do for you? Like, he's, There's no way. There's no way. Yeah. I refuse. No way. Um, the Cardinals are a tricky one because we keep hearing them possibly trading out of the three spot for more. Um. That's what and, I have them doing in my in my in my top five. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's a good one. Um, yeah. for one point I'm not going to do that. I'm still, I still got my ear to the ground listening. Yeah, things. I couldn't contain myself. <laughs> I know, and that's and that's fine. Don't worry. When I did mock one, when I was waiting for you to send me, I did mock one before Carolina sent, and I had Indianapolis moving up. So there we go. Um, I just feel like Carolina or not Carolina, Arizona, they can't they can't forfeit that pick. Mm. Like they they're losing a lot. They are losing a lot. They're losing. But why? Because I feel like you need another big playmaker there. And at three, you're short shot to get a guy that's crazy, crazy good. But think about it. Anybody going to three is going there for a quarterback, right? If it's the Colts, you know how like the uh, the 49ers gave up hella picks against that three pick. That number three pick is expensive. (laughs) If you can... But I don't have faith in Arizona to be like that. Arizona is a shitty organization. I, I know. Think you you talk about hard knocks and all that shit. And I was watching uh, HBO Max the other day, and I was trying to, like, add stuff to my list. And I went past Arizona, and I was like, damn. Nah, I can't watch it. I can't, I can't I watch, watch it. it. I gotta watch it, man. Um, but, uh, but no, if, like, if, if you like, think about it. If I'm the Colts, right, I know Arizona, Arizona is probably shopping that pick. I can't take a chance. If I know for a fact that I want to get A or B quarterback, I can't take a chance that somebody taking the Arizona spot and taking an Airbnb quarterback. Cause I'm going to be pissed. You know, it's like, I, I feel like it's going to be so beneficial for the, the Colts to go up that one spot only because if they don't, you know, it could be the lions that go up that one spot. It could be the Titans that, that go to that spot. 
Um, it could be the Falcons. Like, there's a lot of teams that are in play for that number three pick if they're really in love with Will Levis or Anthony Richardson. So, uh, so the way I had it, I know and I think Will Anderson's obviously amazing, right? But think about it. He's going to be there at four. <laughs> yeah. Because you know they're going to three to get a quarterback. Good. I mean, I, I, I get it, but I just – I don't see it happening. I just don't see them making that move. I don't see any team wanting to move. I feel like the Colts are fine where they are. Where they're at, they're going to get a quote because we know we know the Cardinals are not drafting a quarterback. We know but that. Do we know which one they love? What do you mean? The Colts? Between Levis and Anthony Richardson. Because if there's one that they love, they can't take that chance. They can't. <laughs> I know, but I I think they're content on either or. I truly think they are content on either or, and so is so is uh, Vegas. The dark horse, though, the dark horse though is Seattle. Seattle is the dark horse. Like I don't think they're going to draft. I think they'll draft the best available. But if a quarterback is there, they could very well take a quarterback. Who Seattle? Yeah. It, to me, with Pete Carroll, they're going defense. They're I agree. To me, they don't. Yeah, they're going defense agree. with that pick. Yeah, I one hundred percent agree. But I'm just saying, like, they're the dark horse. I don't see I don't see the Lions going after a quarterback. I think they're set on Jared Goff unless they can I've, get Lamar. I've been back. seeing that float around though. Like some people have them going quarterback, which and I and I was like, yeah, I mean, they already have Jared Goff. They but I mean, they have to believe enough in him, I think. I think Jared Goff is still not a horrible quarterback. He's a good quarterback. But I would I don't know. I feel like I'll kind of I think like they're ready to like make some noise now. So they need to get players that can make some noise right now. So well, they fucked up. So they got rid of fucking Jamal Williams, which made no fucking I know, sense. But they, I mean, my, you, you like Mon, uh, David Montgomery? I do, but I like him better as a bear, not as a lion. I feel yeah. like the Bears just really fucked his career up. Yeah. So I'd love to see it take off in um in Detroit. We'll see though. Um, but you got you got the same back. You got Swift and him, which are like the same type of back. Supposed to be the same type of back. How um, running catch? No, Montgomery has hands. Montgomery has hands. I, yeah, I'm, but Montgomery is like an every down type of back. So even though he has hands, he's gonna do a lot of the be. heavy, the heavy lifting for him. And Swift was supposed to be that, but now he's now Swift. He can't stay healthy. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's get back to the draft. Let's not talk yeah. about the last woes. Um, I just see them getting Will Anderson, and this is this is one This is all subject to change. Yeah. I, I I'm leaving Will Anderson there for. The Colts, I'm taking the, I'm getting Levis there because like I told you, I go around the quarterback tree that they draft, white, tall, and pocket passer. That's what they're gonna get. And five, I have Jalen Carter. Like that guy is is a stud. And Pete Carroll, if anybody can take take a guy who has like a a bad omen over him, it can be Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll's the guy. Yeah, I was gonna ask you that. Like, do you think because, like, you know, obviously when doing our mock draft, we study a lot of other mocks and see what you know our, our experts are saying. As although I do see him going a lot in the top five, top six, I feel like. Do you think it's possible that he slips a little bit though because of you know obviously everything he he, he could. Went, he's been going through. Yeah, he could. Um, but I think like the Chargers being dropped now, I think that's gonna help him a lot. The one guy that I can say that can shoot up the draft board that I keep seeing is Tyree Wilson. That's the other guy that I see that could shoot up the draft board. Yeah. What I, I had I had Tyree going, uh where I have Tyree going. Atlanta or Detroit? Um Philadelphia. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I had us drafted him. He's <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right, all right. I'm gonna just say it now. Um and, all right, so real quick. So you went Stroud, Bryce, um uh Anthony Richardson. 
I mean, Anderson. Sorry. Anderson. Yeah. Will Anderson. Will Anderson. <laughs> um, and then you had the Colts going with Levis and mm-hmm. Seattle going with Jalen Carter. Mm-hmm. So all the, the only difference with mine was that I still have Arizona going with Will Anderson at four, but I feel like the Colts are going to be – because Shane Steichen just came from Jalen Hurts, as we were talking about earlier with Lamar Jackson, Anthony Richardson – Anthony Richardson, like think about it. Jalen Hurts got to the league. Uh, he could run the ball, but he wasn't as accurate throwing the football. And then they eventually fixed that, and he became he became almost an MVP. Anthony Richardson, I don't think he he can throw for shit. I don't think the accuracy is there whatsoever. Uh, the decision making is not there whatsoever. But he's a, a a professional athlete. Like he is an athlete, athlete. And if he goes through the same process that Jalen Hurts went through, I think Shane Steichen might have something with Anthony Richardson. So that's why I went with him over um Levis, and then um. You know, just going. Not, I'll, I'll skip some of those. I just want to talk about why I put Tyree Wilson uh, to the Eagles. Now, the, again, this is only mock draft one on one. One on one. You have us going with Luke Bennett, which is still, you know, something that I I looked at as well. Um, but I think realistically, what I would want us to do is trade back, uh, trade back a couple spots and go get Nolan Smith. I think Nolan Smith is a freakier athlete than both Tyree and Luke Van Ness. Now he may not be as refined and polished yet, but he's a freaky athlete. And one thing I know, I saw Michael Parsons, a freaky athlete. And that's somebody that you just must have. I look at Noah Smith the same way. Like all those other guys probably have already done more or more proven or whatever. I want the freaky athlete. Like who I see Nolan Smith as could possibly be. Who's the guy that the, and he won't slide this far. But who's the guy from Michigan that went last year to the Ravens? That was like a sure shot first round pick. Um, something. Oh my God, he's Nigerian. Yeah, that kid. That's what I. That's what I compare. What was his name? That type of talent. Yeah. Damn, what was his name? I hate myself. It's not Ojulari. Uh, Ojulari's for um, LSU. I know. Damn. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna hate myself for not knowing this. But I was a big fan of him. Yeah, you know me. I'm a Michigan guy, so I should have known. I should know this off the top of my head. David Ajabo, golly, yeah, a freak athlete. Remember him? He was a freak. So I look at Noah Smith like dog. He pops off of my screen. Like at the end of the day, how I evaluate, you know, these college athletes, you need to pop out of my screen. Like, oh my god, who was that? Like, I remember when I went to the FSU versus USF game uh, back in '09 when we won. Right? I'm this. This is like. You know, the first time I went to a football game outside of USF, and I was like, "Yo, this is no, yeah, yeah that was we did we play uh, Gainesville or 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 FSU first? I think it was FSU. Yeah, we're still ranked. So that was the first time I, I've been to like a opposing stadium. Mind you, it's Florida State, and I'm sitting at the top. It's hot as shit out, out there, and I'm watching the field. And you know, at that time, you know, you know, George Selby was the guy, right? So I'm watching him. And then I look at the other end of the line and I see this dude named Jason Pierre Paul. I'm like, yo, who the hell is Pierre Paul? That dude popped in my in front of my face, not on a screen. I mean, I'm sitting in a nosebleeds and I can see it. I was like, yo, that dude right there is a first round pick. And that's how I look at uh, Nolan Smith. I mean, he just pops out of my screen. I think if we trade back a few spots, um, his, his, he should still be there. I want Nolan Smith and some more draft picks. That's yeah, I, I, that would be smart. And yeah. if anyone could do it, it's definitely a high Rosen Roseman masterclass. So 
What he I needs would... to work on right now is getting my dog Jalen Hurts signed without breaking all of our pockets. Because like, like what the Chiefs did with um with Patrick Mahomes' contract, it's genius. Like now they have so much flexibility over the next eight years, ten years, eight, <clears> whatever <throat> years, because it's stretched out like that. And they know he's gonna be there forever. He's Patrick freaking Mahomes. He's he's the he's the next Tom Brady. He's gonna be there for twenty years, and then he'll see what his options are after. And so I, that was an uh, easy contract for them to do. I feel like, I, you know, I just love Jalen Hurts a lot. So I feel like just, just give him a long, a long deal. Let's, so let's hear, let's hear your top five. I want to hear your five. I already gave it to you. I have your five, but let the people but hear. You, I already said it. The only difference was um, Will Anderson and uh, what, to the four, Anthony Richardson instead of Levis. Um, oh, and I mean, just going through it real quick, CJ Stroud. I feel like him and Carolina have already already married, so I, I just let that happen. But obviously, I would go to Bryce Young as well. I think the the Colts uh, trade up to that three, I'll give up a hefty price to go get Anthony Richardson, so they can start something right now because they keep trying to go after all these old quarterbacks: Carson Wentz, Phillip Rivers, uh, Jacoby Brissett, uh, everybody, Matt Ryan. It, it doesn't work. Nick Foles. It doesn't work. They need to start over. Like I feel bad for them because. Andrew Luck was a was a special special talent, and he just literally that, abruptly retired in an can, on an August day out of nowhere. So they couldn't protect him though. I'm not yeah. mad at him. Like they, I, they tried, they got him Quentin Nelson finally. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think it's time for them to like finally accept it's time. You know what I mean? And then uh, Will Anderson, obviously, you know he's road tied. You know what I mean? Uh, he's, he's that guy. And then I don't think Jalen Carter does slip. And like you said, Pete Carroll, if it's anybody's going to be Pete Carroll, Bill Belichick, or um, or uh, Jerry Jones, anybody going to go after somebody that, that has a little bit of, you know, a little too much edge, it's going to be one of those three that gets them. So, so, so I, got a, I got a question for you. You can finish your, tan, your, your rant, though. No, I'm good. Okay. So reading up on mocks and seeing what people are predicting, um, there's projected to be – Three to five wide receivers taking in the first round is what I'm seeing. Yeah. Who who do you think is the best wide receiver draft pick out of this class? The best or who's going to get drafted highest? Could do both. Who would you say is the best? Who would be the number one for you? Like, me, just, you know, just from what I've seen and overall everything, body and everything, I think it's uh, Jordan Addison. Um, where do you go to school? Yeah, but he started off at Pitt. Started off at Pitt. Where did he finish it off? At? He was already a dog at Pitt. <laughs> where was he? Where, where did he finish off? He at? finished at USC, but you know where he started. He didn't start there. He just ended up there. He wanted to be in Hollywood. That that NIL deal looks good over there. <laughs> but yeah, but who I think is gonna go first is probably gonna be Jackson Smith, uh, in, in Jibba, uh from Ohio State, or it's gonna be the TCU kid. Um, and Johnson, yeah, I feel like because him, you know, that speed, that speed is there. Now, I watched that that championship game against Georgia. I, he didn't there. pop on my screen no more. No, didn't. I didn't see it, yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing. That's why I'm so uh, enamored with like Bryce Young. Like, you got to show me in the SEC. We talk about this all the time. If you mm-hmm. if you a dog in the SEC, I mean, the sky is the limit for you in the NFL because you see NFL players all day long anyway. So. Um, I think, I think, uh, but then, and, and then the USC, you know, you know, the Pac-12 or Pac, whatever they call it now, not like they have that much competition out there. So 
his numbers might have been inflated because they suck. <laughs> he didn't play that many good teams. And then at, in Pitt, he was in what is Pitt ACC? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You see some stuff out there, but it ain't the SEC. Uh, and then Jackson Smith and Jim, but played in, in the Big Ten. To me, obviously, it's like to me, it's the number two uh, conference in, in in college football. So he's played with more. He's played more proven talent. Uh, I mean, look at some of these high um, draft picks that are coming out um, at corner. Uh, you got that, that uh, buddy from Illinois, uh, Devon Witherspoon. That's Big Ten. Um, but then again, you got Christian Gonzalez. That's uh, pack, pack, whatever. Uh, yeah, they, when, did, they, when did Joey Porter Jr. go to school? Penn. Penn. It's Penn State. Big Ten. So I think Jackson Smith has played better competition, but I'll go with Addison, though. Okay. I would agree with that, actually. Mm-hmm. I would really agree with that. Um, and not because he's a USC guy. I just believe USC. The whole package. Pause. Yeah. The whole package. He was, he was balling. He was balling at Penn State. I remember yeah. him. And when he went to USC, it was like freaking. What's, I said what's Pitt the, earlier. My bad. Penn State. What's the what's the coach's name at uh, USC again? I drew a blank. Uh, Lincoln Riley. Lincoln Riley. He he struck gold because he's he's a guy that will snatch up your players from you real yep. quick. Real so quick. I think I think that was a good gift for them. So brings in my second question. And you might were gonna ask me this, but I'm trying to beat you to the punch before you can ask. You probably me. did. Okay. So there's a big name running back on the board. Uh-huh. There's a big name running back on the board. I would and, like him too. <laughs> and his name is Bijan Robinson. Okay. Yeah. He's a stud. Now I've seen mock drafts with him going as high as three. Three. I've seen him as high as going Who three. Who the hell did that mock? High as going three, exactly. But realistically, I've seen him going as high as six to the Lions. Six? I've seen him with six going to the Lions, yes. I don't which, know which one. I've been seeing all like eight between 18 and 24. Yeah, and, and that's re- the realistic one. But yeah. anything. He's still, of, at the end of the day, he's still a running back. Yeah. Ezekiel Elliott has not won the Cowboys a Super Bowl. Uh, Saquon Barkley has not won the Giants anything. Christian McCaffrey has not won the 49ers. I mean the Panthers anything. That's, so that's true, but but you know, I don't I don't look at it like that. And I think teams that look at it that way are stupid because if you win rushing titles and you're top three in the league and running in, in rushing yards and touchdowns, like you're contributing to winning seasons. So uh tell that to Barry Sanders. Exactly. I'll I'll tell it to Barry Sanders for sure. Barry but Sanders. All, all I'm all I'm getting at is that we've seen running backs go go high. So I have your mock draft and i see you have Bijan robinson going to the chargers, the chargers. because they that's, ain't gonna pay what's his, they ain't gonna pay eckler that's that's a that's a that would be a common sense draft choice on the chargers i'm gonna get Bijan robinson right now and let eckler go somewhere else like i'm straight yeah. um i messed up in my my mock draft because i meant to put a tight end there because so actually i see them getting one of the tight ends because that's something that they i can see they that really too. need like Parham would be perfect for me. I don't get why they don't use that guy. He's like eight foot tall. Yeah. Like right. all he's got to do is just stand there like that and catch the ball. But he can't run routes. He's just yeah. a big guy in the end zone. Um, but I could see them going after like a Parham, kind of did like Hunter Henry a couple years back, and then finally moved on from Hunter Henry. But yeah, Hunter Henry was there with with Herbert. Oof, I think I think that would have been nice. That would have been real nice for Herbert. Real nice. And you and you know the Chargers, they're the type of cohesive unit over the years and. Like I say, it, it's it sticks. Like they keep the offense together as long as they can. Yeah. And now that you can't get this deal done for Austin Eckler. I get why he wants to bolt out of there. No pun intended. I get that. Ah, so, I like that. I I get it. So you have him going to the Chargers. That would be a good pick. 
personally, I think Jerry Jones is scheming, bro. I think Jerry Jones. I can see that too. I mean, definitely see that too. But he would have to trade to get him. No, I I think he. He's not going. Look, he's not getting past the Chargers. I I think he'll get past the Chargers. I think the Chargers need help, more help, offensive line. Bro, they need they need another Eckler. Eckler had eighteen touchdowns. You know what? You know what? I I I think they can get past. I think they can look past it. I think, um, the Bucks are scary to get him. And I can I see that too, but I feel like they need the offensive line first. I think the Bucks need everything. I think the Bucks yeah, but everything. to me, it starts in the in the trenches. That's just how I am. I I think they're too in love with Rashad White. Um, I could see Washington getting him. I could see um, the the only one I could the other only one I could see get him is is the Bengals and Jerry Jones has the high ground on them right now. Mm-hmm. So that would be the only ones that I see, but. He's he's definitely going in the first round. I I can't see him going in the second round. Like there's too much talk about him. Way too much talk. Mm-hmm. But you know these things do happen. You know. Yeah. No, I know they do. Like Derrick Henry shouldn't have been a a day two pick. Yeah. And, think, and the thing is pick. that we still have a whole month. So in the next month, somebody's going to just out of nowhere shoot up the draft, and then someone's going to out of out of nowhere fall. Because we're gonna find out that this person was affiliated with this gang and did something, and then this person smoked uh, weed on their pro day, and they're yeah, gonna find yeah. that out. And then you're gonna find out this other dude who, damn, look at you know, look at this. He ran a four three five. Oh, you know what I mean. So it's gonna happen, obviously. But we'll probably, but, we'll probably find out. Will Levis used the N word a lot of times, and he'll <laughs> grab stock of fall, bro. Uh, happen. And then look at Eckler is making is 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 getting paid less than James Conner. Like he's already like he, Tony Pollard is already making more money than him. Like he should be offended. Like he's making six million a year. Um, I, I mean, yeah, he, he he's not going to get that with the Chargers. So because Bijan Robinson's on the board, they need to go get themselves to Bijan Robinson, and they need to give what they need to give. Um, um, what's his name? Uh, the quarterback uh, Herbert. He needs his aging receivers to be replaced with younger receivers because. We don't, how much time do we really have left with Keenan Allen and and, and Mike Williams stays like just banged up? So it's going to be about time in which they Keenan Allen stays banged up too. Both I know exactly. So it's going to be about time hurt, that they, they. I know they had a you know a couple guys that may have won you guys fantasy games last year that you never heard of. I don't remember their names anymore. They still got those guys, but they're clearly not number ones. They need to go get them. They still to me need to go get them a number one uh, uh, replacement for Keenan Allen or Mike Williams when that time does come. Um, but yeah, I, you know it's that's neither here nor there. But um, and then looking at your your the rest of your ten, uh, well, I'll look at the rest of like your first half to see anything that intrigues me. So you think Christian Gonzalez for sure is going to be the first uh, corner off the board? <clears throat> I think so. I I saw him leapfrog. We both have him going to the Lions. <laughs> yeah, I I think the Lions are a safe pick for that. Um. The one that they have as the number one is that Devon Witherspoon. Yeah, they I've seen that a lot. One. But I just I just don't see the intriguingness with that. Like, who does who the Illini play? Like, they play Penn State. And They're all in the that. Big Ten. They are, but like they just get Michigan, whacked. Ohio State, Michigan State, right, Northwestern. Right. I shouldn't say that. I just I don't know. I just I feel like that's too high for an Illini guy, and and I I haven't heard his name until where did Khalil Matt go to college? Buffalo. Buffalo. Exactly. You're so right. So I don't want to. If you pop, you pop. <laughs> Retract my statement. I just think like I didn't hear the guy's name until the draft. That, I, I, really I agree with that. 
It, yeah. I, I didn't start hearing the same until like a month and a half ago. And I, well, he and must I have had watched a good, the Big Ten. <laughs> he must have had a good pro day. He must have had a good combine, and that might have shot it up a little bit. Yeah. But I've heard of Christian Gonzalez. I heard of Joey Purdy, uh, Porter Jr. I heard of Dante Banks. I heard of those guys. But mm-hmm. Devon Witherspoon, I, I guess I must have missed it. Um, but I think Christian Gonzalez, yeah, I think he's the first cornerback off the board. He looks he looks ready. And, or, and, yeah, and he did well in his pro day, too. And then um, the Raiders, because I'm very intrigued as to why you believe they're going to get go quarterback. Like, do you think I, – I just don't – for whatever reason, I just – I don't feel like they're going to do that. Like, what? Go ahead and talk. I'm looking up the depth chart. I I keep looking at the mocks, and everybody has them going quarterback, whether it's Levis or whether it's Richardson, whether they see them trading up. Uh, the Jimmy G experiment isn't going to be long. That's Jimmy what it is. They got Jimmy G. Yeah. Why would they? They won't draft a quarterback. They just literally paid for Jimmy G. It is, but they can also cut him and save a bunch of money too. Like they're I don't think you have do to do that. Bro, look, it could happen. I'm telling. you. The Raiders are in a new regime too, bro. Like they could let this kid wait. Who is the head coach? The most boringest head coach that's overrated of all time. What is his name? Mike Mike McDaniel. What Josh. The Josh McDaniel. Whatever. Where did he coach before? The Patriots. Where did Jimmy Garoppolo start off? You're right. You're right. There's obviously a relationship there already. They're not going to go get another quarterback in the first round when they just went and got Jimmy. So, for me. The way I see it, they went and got Jimmy. They need to go get an offensive uh, lineman to protect Jimmy, who can't stay healthy. So, I personally, I put um, Paris Johnson Jr. going to him because, mm-hmm. like, at the end, they need to stay healthy. He needs to stay upright. So that's why I, that's why I went I, that way. I agree, but I I think they're they're at a point where they got to start getting younger, and I think I think Anthony Richardson fits the mold for them. They wanted to go that running quarterback style when they brought in Mariota and they liked that tandem there. Maybe they, they didn't work. It didn't work. It didn't work, but they like that. They they see that. And maybe that they can groom him into what they need need him to be. Wait a couple of years and then start him or something. But I I think it goes quarterback. I got a feeling quarterback. Nah, and all the I'm, I'm willing I'm willing to put money on this one. I won't. I won't put any money. David, I've been trying to bait you for the last couple of weeks with this money. Well, we could, You're not we taking could, the bait. J.R. Smith, you can thank him for that. He screwed <laughs> me. I'm never betting on sports. <laughs> and you, and so you think Anthony Richardson would be a good fit for them? I, I think it would. I, I mean, honestly, I, I think we have the same opinion of Anthony Richardson. I think he's very overrated. But I he think needs he to go. Him. He needs to go to Brian Dable. That's what he needs to do. Yeah, I, I think I think he could he could be molded into something. Yeah, but I just think he has to go into the right offense and like the type of offense he's going to need is going to call me crazy, Raven style offense where it's more mobile and you've got like you know some guys there, but they're not like high caliber. Like he, he's going to be your focal point. So I just if you're thinking you're going to get a pocket passer, just know you're going to get a guy that's more mobile. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. I I just see the Raiders as like we're out of options now. Yeah. Like we couldn't get it done with Derek Carr, and it's not. Jimmy Garoppolo is better than Derek Carr, in my opinion. I'm being dead serious when I say that. That's fine. I wouldn't. I wouldn't fight that. I wouldn't fight that at all. Um, I like to see what he does with the Saints, and then I'll get my shit together because the Saints are a well-run organization, and the Vegas Raiders are just a shit show. He just had Devonte Adams, <laughs> and he did well with him. The. It, that, yeah, but did well. You got to win some games. <laughs> you got to win more than I, what, I get five, that. six games. I get that, but they, look at the defense. The defense wasn't doing anything. I think the best play the defense had all year was that Chandler Jones. Lucky. Hey, 
I can't help you, defense. I got to score more points if my defense can't hold me up. Bro, Jameis <laughs> Winston single-handedly beat the Rams when they were the best team in football. It wasn't the Buccaneers that year. It was I mean, it wasn't the, the, that he sucked. He had to put a 53 points on the board. because Exactly. Like, I need to see Derek Carr do – I've never seen him do anything remotely close to that. I, I agree. He doesn't have I that mean, next level in him. Neither does Jimmy G. Don't get me wrong. Neither of them have that next level. Jameis, Jameis had it one game. That was it. But, no, nah, Jameis is a gunslinger. That, that, bro, he threw 33 in a, 30 in a He threw 50 – he threw for 5,000 yards that season still. Like, it's not like he's – he going to throw Jameis, the ball. Look at the guy, they told Jameis, look at the guy next to you, and he said – <laughs> hey, yo, no, that video lives rent free in my head, bro. Jameis is so Jameis is a is a is a treasure. Jameis is the best thing for the NFL. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, before we move on from the draft, I want to get your opinion on uh, why you picked the, uh, who you did for the Jets and why you picked who you did for the Eagles, and then I'll, I'll give it back to you. Okay, so for the Jets, I took Paris or uh, Quentin Johnson. That's who I took mm-hmm. for them, or not Quentin Johnson, um, uh, Paris Johnson. Is why I have them going there. Uh, there's obviously three teams that could possibly get it, but just looking at the uh, roster construction and what they need a lot of, um, I kind of put them there. Now, this is what pisses me off. This is why I have Paris Johnson going there, and also I'm a super fan, and that's what I want. So I put that there. But I know you. I knew you were doing that. I was like, bro, you need to be realistic. <laughs> I, I know I was being realistic. Like he's literally been leapfrogging the last couple of of weeks. And I asked you for this mock draft like two weeks ago. So just I remember I had that there. So I had to be ready. <laughs> it is a okay. It is a okay. Don't worry, we're posting it. But I put um, Paris Johnson there because at the time he was definitely the one that they were targeting. That was the best one there. And I and I and I think that was going to be the one. But what pisses me off the most, like I said is Aaron Rodgers. I was going to ask you that, yeah. If Aaron Rodgers is signed and teams know, or players that are free agents know, I guarantee you we could start getting like free agents from the Packers that want to come there. Guys that like like Aaron Rodgers to come there and we can probably pick up guys for one-year deals cheap, things like that. So, what's, all right, what's more likely though? Because what if... All right, what's more likely? Because at the end of the day, I know they said that they, they, they don't. it's not going to cost a first-round pick. I think it's still going to cost cost at least one first round pick personally. So if it's that pick, you know what's more likely? You y'all giving up that pick and then you drafting you know a tackle or y'all not having that pick at all? <laughs> and then and then another thing another thing is Beck Beckty. Yeah, he, he's, he's slim. He's hey slim reaper that, man. That guy is like definitely put in the work, and slim I'm happy reaper. to see that. And they said they're not giving up on him. Yeah, so I'm happy for that. So. Now we got to see if he can keep it up. And then, like, he, that's the difference between him and Elijah Moore. <laughs> yeah, fuck Elijah Moore. I was <laughs> only dying for a while now. I'm happy he's gone. Yeah. That was another cancer in the locker room. Yeah. So I'm happy. No, no, no you're right. Um, but but I think realistically, we'll we'll get another end because we just lost um uh Shepard. We let him go to the Saints, so now he's gone. That was a second round pick from like five years ago that stuck around for a while. Mm-hmm. Um I think we'll get another end to to um compliment uh Quentin Williams. On what the would you like? Um Ojale would be good, Nolan Smith would be good. I mean, anything is there. Yeah. But as of now, I'm sticking with Quentin Johnson. I I heard of Quentin Johnson, he's in it. Paris Johnson. I think he'll I think he'll fall to us. Um, um if not, uh Harrison is there. Uh who's Skor- the other one? Skoronsky. The the, the kid nah, I think he's gonna be the first one off the board. I, I got think Paris going first. 
Yeah, I, I think the Bears like him a lot. I think the Bears need to get one. I think that's the guy they're going to get. Yeah. Plus, he's from Northwestern, so it, you know it's like a match made in heaven. You, you're, you're always on top of these these uh, cultural fits and zones. I am. I, I look at the you guys never back they, away from that. <laughs> I look at the look at the guys that they draft. They draft corn. No, you're not wrong. You're definitely not wrong. That's um, why it's so weird for, to me for, to envision Anthony Richardson in a Colts jersey. I'm like, bro, I just can't see it. <laughs> I can't. I can't, I can't see like, it. It could happen. It could happen. Um. <laughs> Or the kid from Florida too, o- Osiris Torrance. Like he could be another one I see shooting up the board as hey, well. I, if he's there at thirty, boy, I'm. Ha- we both put, we both pick the Eagles to get him at thirty. But you know how Rose was not letting. Yeah. So let- for you, so for you, I have um, the edge from Iowa, um, Lucas Van Ness. I have you getting him, but I like him too. Which, which you said earlier, which you said earlier, I liked a lot. I could see Howie Roseman trading back from that one and saying, okay. Nolan Smith is going to be around here mm. and I'm going to do my homework and, and get him here. I could see that that would be good for y'all. So, but as of now I'm, I'm sticking with Van Ness and then at 30, um, uh, I have you getting a uh, Torrance. That's the yeah, other one. That's what I want. To, those are two things you have to replace right now. Those are the two big things you have to replace and get the best available mm-hmm. or, or, or the freakish. Get the freak. You got to get the freak. Yeah. So I pick I picked y'all getting Peter Skaronsky. <laughs> um because I, I got Paris Johnson going first. And yeah. then uh for us, I picked us, I picked Tyree Wilson because if he's there at 10 and we don't trade I back, that guy's up, up. I won't be angry at that. But like I said, my theory, how I would how I think it should make a lot of sense. Cause you know, I'll be in these Eagles, these Eagles chat rooms and comment sections and stuff. Yo, my word be bonding there. They be taking my word seriously. So we be talking about this all the time. And I think the consensus that we all want to kind of come back a little bit. We'll get the freak and no, uh, Nolan Smith. And then at 30, everyone's kind of torn. A lot of people want to go still go running back there. If Bijan happens to be there at 30 or uh, J- uh, Jameer Gibbs or something like that. Um, at 30, though, for just the way the Eagles draft and how historically we're going to be, we build in the trenches. Osiris, man, I just I just hope no one's talking about him so he doesn't shoot up the draft any higher. Oh, he's shooting up. Because he's if he's up. there at 30, boy, 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 we might have to go trade up to get him kind of thing. Like, Yeah, he's, yeah. he's starting to shoot up. Yeah. He could he could very well be the two uh, offensive linemen off the board from what I'm seeing. Damn. So, Damn it. Yeah. I need the, him to slip, slide through. <laughs> I, yeah. I play with him on Madden because you know I played uh, in the uh, the dynasty thing or whatever. Dog, he was a superstar as a as a rookie, a superstar as a rookie. I was like, damn, I got me one. <laughs> yeah, but y'all got those are the two positions you got to fill the most is yeah. is D line and and offensive linemen. So for sure, for sure, makes sense. All right, all right, let's move on. And you, you guys will be able to go through our whole first round, uh, our whole first round mock one point oh two point oh. We probably drop. Two weeks probably. Two weeks, uh, because the draft is about a month. Yeah, we'll drop in two weeks, and then we drop the throw on right before the draft, and then boom, 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 we out of here. Um, now let's move on. Let's move on to the National Basketball Association. Um, a lot of basketball has been going on outside of March Madness because it's been March Madness in the West too. It's just a lot, a whole lot of shuffling and juggling. Uh, but the two big fish. Um, uh, uh, Kevin Durant and LeBron James are officially back now. Um, the the Lakers see themselves in, in a fight for the play in with the hope to probably get to six. And then Phoenix, Phoenix is like in a very weird spot to me. Um, 
they're only a game uh, ahead of only half the game as of right now ahead of the Clippers and only a game ahead of the of the uh, Warriors. Now, in a world in a perfect world, Kevin Durant, I want to see Kevin Durant versus Steph Curry in the first round. That's what I want. So, um, so looking at that, how who do you see as the bigger threat right now uh, with their team? Kevin Durant with his Phoenix Suns or this surging Lakers with LeBron James back? Um, fuck, that's a hard question. I mean, I, I lean more towards LeBron because I feel like he got all those opinions to make sure that tendon wasn't torn and he could play. And they're I don't doing know. It. I'm a little concerned about it, but continue. <laughs> yeah, I am. I am too. But I think they went and got all those acquisitions as opposed to the past years where they didn't make those moves. And I, I it's working. It's really working. It's just right. such a short time for it to be working. It's talk about masterclass. Um, yeah. He put on, we were, what's the GM's name again? Palenka. Palenka. Yeah. He put on a masterclass this year. We were we were crucifying him a couple of years. Hey, a couple of I was crucifying Howard Roseman when we drafted Jalen Rieger. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, it happens. So I I think I I think the Suns are set up for success. You know already, Kevin Durant is there, but like for the Lakers to be good, they gotta have LeBron James. Mm-hmm. And I think for the for the Lakers' sake, like they gotta they gotta keep winning ball games. They can't be losing to the Bulls, and I know they're winning right now at halftime. But like they they got to be winning ball games and moving up that board. Yeah. Uh, but whether regard regardless if if Kevin Durant wasn't there, the Suns are going to be in the playoffs for sure. Yeah. But you, there's a chance that they could fall into the play in though. That's the problem. So, do you think they'll definitely make that top six, or do you, you think it's possible that they fall out? The Suns. Yeah. I think they stay in. I think with Kevin Durant back, that just propels them to stay at pace with everything. Yeah. I think they're good. Um, okay. I, I think they're fine. So now, based off of the standings, one, two, and three are going to be lock, are locked in. So uh, it's going to be Denver Nuggets for sure, number one. I believe it's going to be Memphis Grizzlies for sure, number two, and then Sacramento is going to be for sure number three. Hey, so it happened. All right. So when we're looking at playoff positioning, right? You look at the Nuggets, the Grizzlies, and the Kings. Now they're playing well. But no one's really like shaking in their boots to play the Nuggets, the Grizzlies, or the Kings, right? So if I'm looking at it from like a seeding standpoint, I think Phoenix locks in that four. Um, And Golden State to me has a real – because without Paul George, it's going to be a little tough for the Clippers. I think Golden State goes to that fifth seed. So we will probably see a Kevin Durant versus Steph Curry first round, which would be amazing for, for TV. If that is to happen, mind you, we, we see how Golden State be playing on the uh, on the road lately, and it's they're nine and twenty eight on or nine and twenty nine on the road. Pathetic for a defending champ. It's pathetic for any team. You do you think because Phoenix probably have that home court advantage? Do you think Phoenix on Golden State? Who do you think would win that series? Golden State all day, baby. I told you. You know we're and back. And in- I heard Andrew Wiggins might be coming back. You think they could win a road game in Phoenix? <laughs> Yeah. All right. I mean, I, it, don't, it don't smell good. It's a, different, it's a different beast in the playoff, bro. Right. Warriors, the Warriors come to play. You, so you taking Steph and them over at KD and them? Hell yeah. Fuck okay. that All right. Now, with the Lakers' sake, um, so that that so that means you got Phoenix out in the first round. Now, for the Lakers' sake, let they're in the ninth slot right now. 
let's say they 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 get to the seven spot, right? Um, seven or eight. So if they play Denver or Memphis, that's probably what's going to happen. The dream would be to go play the Kings, but I don't think they're going to get to the sixth spot. So between Denver and Memphis, who would the the Lakers want to avoid the most, in your opinion? If it were me, I would say the Grizzlies. I would say the Grizzlies just because the the whole Dylan Brooks, the little shit going on there. Um, I don't know. I feel you don't like think they're, they're distracted. They're still not going to be like too distracted. I mean, it's it's not like everything. I think the Nuggets. I think up. the Nuggets is the scariest one for them of the three. You said what? I think the Nuggets would be the scariest one. Okay, that would be mine. Like we say, you know, the Nuggets ain't shit, and I, I'm in. I'm in on that like eighty percent. I'm in on that eighty percent. So remember, the when the uh, the the Lakers last championship back in uh, in twenty twenty, on their way to the finals in the Western Conference Finals, it was the Nuggets, and Anthony Davis whooped up on on Jokic, and the Anthony Davis that I'm seeing the second half of the year, if that Anthony Davis is in the playoffs, he's gonna kill Jokic. Like Jokic can't move. They just so. Yeah. I look at that matchup. I'm like, I'm taking Yoke. And then when we when we look at it, you know, person for person, point guard, you know, Jamal Murray is good, but D'Angelo Russell is a fantastic point guard, especially in this in this system. Uh, so that kind of uh, X's each other out. You got Michael Porter Jr. You have um, Aaron Gordon, and who else starts for them? I don't know. Uh, whoever it is, you, you know, that's a good that's a good three, right? It's a good three, but. You got LeBron James. You got Austin Reeves. Oh, they got they got um they got uh, uh the kid that used to be with the Lakers that won the championship, the shooting guard. With the Lakers? Yeah, he was with the Lakers. Um, we talk we talk about the Kings. Oh, no. Malik Monk. Not Malik Monk. I'm no, talking that's about the Kings. The Nuggets. I'm talking about the Nuggets. Who the hell's on the Nuggets? Oh my God! Keep talking. Anyways, I'll I'll find it. Don, there's no former Lakers on this team. Yes, there is. Yes, there is. Hold on. Malik Monk. Oh, I'm looking at the Kings still. Why am I looking at the Kings? Kentavious Caldwell Pope. Oh, KCP. Okay, correct. All right. Yeah. Um. Okay. Cool. Austin Reeves is a is a, is a dog. Uh, Jared Vanderbilt. His defensive ability is a complete like the Lakers have not had that you since run our test. You asked me the question and I just told you the only one that would say they should be scared of is because I, I think they can take the Kings down no problem. Mm-hmm. The Kings don't scare me. I mean congrats hey I don't to- know. I wouldn't say that the Kings are you know De'Aaron Fox like you, you need to look at his like his next level statistics. I if he's not an all NBA player this year like I think it's rigged. I think De'Aaron Fox is going to get is especially the way Sacramento's home. You remember you remember the, the good old days when the Kings had Peja and uh and Chris Webber. Like the fans were crazy over there. They're back to that kind of noise right now. I, you know, I would not sleep on the Kings. I know it's it's a popular thing to say the Kings are not gonna win, but Mike, don't forget Mike Brown's the coach. I know over the last 20 years it hasn't been so pretty. Mike Brown is a hell of a coach, and and, and I've acknowledged that a couple of weeks ago. So we both, we both we both have. I I would I would say if I'm the Lakers, if it's the Nuggets, I'm fine. Now if it's Memphis or Sacramento, the problem with them is that they're all really like athletic and yeah. young and quick, and your best players are old LeBron and you know unstable Anthony Davis. I, I get a little concerned about that. You know what I mean? So 
I feel like they're better off getting the eight seed and playing Denver, and then seeing, and then their next round would be against Golden State or to me, Golden State or or the Suns. The path for the Lakers to get to the finals is going to be very hard. <laughs> I think that's one thing I can definitely it is definitely, definitely say. I agree. I agree. It was definitely going to be hard for them. All right. Now, uh, keeping it in the West, I think the top. All right. I the, we have I have all the records pulled up here, so I want you to tell me. I think one through three we're going to be we're uh, we're good there, right? Yeah. I want you to tell me between from Phoenix all the way down to uh, Utah. So you know, you know, Utah's far away. Who's going to make the, the 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 last three spot spots in the top six, and then in what order are we going to have our playing teams? So what's the plan? What which seven, eight, nine, and ten is the plan? And then um one through six is the already playoffs. Seven, eight, nine, and ten. Okay. So for the play-in, I think I think seven will be I think seven's gonna be the Timberwolves. I think eight's gonna be the Lakers. I think nine's gonna be the Pelicans, and I think ten will be the Thunder. That's what I have it as. Okay. I actually like run on Mavericks. Huh? I have the Mavericks on the outside. I don't see okay, the Mavericks. And why is that? That, that's actually, that's a big story when you think about it. It doesn't work. They're they're yeah. three and in their last ten, they're three and seven. Yeah. They're three and seven. And why do you told, think it doesn't work? Have, have you been like watching any of the like highlights or games or anything like that? Luca and I told you they're trying to make Luca a bad guy. Yeah, they they're are. trying to turn him. They're trying to turn him into a bad guy. I see and that too. Frustrated. And I, I I told you that like three episodes ago. Yeah, you did. Do you think Luca's a bad guy? Like he's a villain? Like he's a punk now? He's not. He's just frustrated. Well, he got 16 technical fouls now. Like he's on pace to get suspended. Like if you know, if he gets that 16. It's, but it's, I will look. There's one thing I will say because I'm, I'm always gonna keep it real when I watch anybody. The thing will, and you know how much I love Luca, right? I watched him play like two or three games over the last three weeks. He does complain a lot. I'll, I mean, it's to the point in which it's like, bro, like chill out, bro. Just get back on defense, like. And I see LeBron do it sometimes too, but like LeBron started doing it when he was older, in my opinion. Luke is still a kid, and he's already doing that now. He's not making himself any favors uh, with the refs because you know the, these refs. We talked about it at the beginning of the show. They're very petty, and you know they they remember everything. And you got to get in their good graces. And now Lamar, I mean not Lamar Jackson, Luka Doncic was throwing up money signs because like you know uh, indicating that the refs are uh, getting paid off, and he's not making any friends with the refs. So I think he needs to tone that down. And I think Rick Carlisle, um, he, he just abruptly left last year um, because he didn't want to deal with him no more. And already Jason Kidd is already, well, not last year, two years ago. And Jason Kidd's already talking about like, yeah, you know, we need to grow up and blah, blah, blah. Like, so he even Jason Kidd has acknowledged that Luka Dodge is a little crybaby. So if that doesn't change, on top of the fact that they brought in a Kyrie Irving into the locker room, like, it's just, it's it's just a mess. It's a mess. and. I truly feel for Luca. I really do. But you do you not? Away. You don't see all that complaining he be doing? No, I do. I've I've always noticed that about yeah. Luca. I've always noticed it. Like Euro basketball is like that. It's a lot yeah. of what is wrong? <laughs> you know, like I, Bernini, I see that Bernini. exactly. I see that all the time. Euro basketball is a lot of whining, so it's 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 different. But I think bring like 
what do we always say? Having the right veterans on the team will get you far. Mm-hmm. And, and all you need is a guy like, like he had Dirk his first year and everybody fell in love with him. He fell in love with like, oh God, we wish we could have seen this happen from Dirk's rookie year and his work rookie year. It would have been a magic, magic right there. Yeah. But it didn't happen. You got him for one year. You got the tutelage. And then you bring in Kyrie Irving. Like <laughs> <laughs> Kyrie Irving is just... <laughs> Kyrie is a headache, and I'm I'm surprised that that uh, Mark Cuban wanted to make that move. I just don't oh, see. You know what I heard? I heard the uh, I think it's I think it's the president for the uh, Dallas Mavericks was like an exec for for Nike, so they built that relationship through Nike. That's that's what I heard. <laughs> I I just there is no bench on that team. Look at that team. There no is bench. no bench. No defense. Like, like Tim Hardaway Jr. is doing his job every time. He's spot up shooting and making it. And and um uh Spencer Dinwiddie no Spencer Dinwiddie's not there anymore no Spencer's gone Dorian Finney Smith is gone yeah um I mean Josh or or uh, Powell or whatever the fuck his name is he's doing his job I couldn't even name the other guys on the team they look like the the two K players that are just like Adam Smith and number ninety eight number ninety seven number ninety six yeah. exactly they just like oh my god it, it's so bad that bench is so bad. And um, uh, yeah, I just don't, I don't see it happening. And and it looks like Reds. All right, look, the bench. They got Javale McGee coming off the bench. He doesn't play. I've never seen him play. Listen, he's there. Justin Holiday, he's he's good. Uh, Jaden Hardy, I've seen him splash. Josh Green, Markeith Morris, Tim Hardaway Jr. Your boy Frank Nicolina. <laughs> Frank Nicolina sighting. Frank Nicolina sighting. Christian Wood, Reggie Bullock. It's not like they're terrible. David Barton. They got they got people. <laughs> they just don't play no defense. Yeah, and a lot of those guys are hurt too, so they're not playing. I got you. Um, but I, I just I just don't see it. And and it, their their record is their last 10, 3 and seven. So it, it doesn't look good. Luca just doesn't look like he wants to play. It it just it doesn't. It doesn't look right. It doesn't look right on paper. And I hope. I, I don't know who to put the blame on. Like Luca, I'm. Ta- I'm. I'm not even. I give it to uh, Cuban for thinking that this shit was gonna work. I give it to Cuban for not to bruh. You know what they're missing? They're missing a Jalen Brunson. That's exactly what they're missing. And they went with Kyrie Irving. Obviously, I respect the talent more talent than Jalen Brunson, but. Look at what Jalen Brunson has single-handedly done for the Knicks. He made he made uh what's what's your boy's name? The your big boy. Julius Randle. They he made Julius Randle grow back up again. Because Julius Randle started to shrink a little bit after that playoff run, and he was starting to become his old self. Uh, and because he was on the right trajectory before that. And now I feel like Jalen Brunson has gotten him right back and then even surpassed that already. So and that's what Luca needs. Luca don't need no Kyrie. He needs a some a, like he needs a like a true leader type of person. Okay, okay, pause. This is going to be really funny to me. We made fun of them for going to get Spencer Dinwiddie and bringing him in and having all these guards, and it worked. The shit worked. They worked. got deep. they got deep in the play. They got to the Western Conference Finals. Let's not forget. <laughs> got deep. We made fun of them for yeah. it. Then they let Jalen Brunson walk. And you ship off Spencer Didwitty and, and your entire team. And Dorian Finney-Smith. <laughs> for Kyrie Irving. And you basically took the winning formula right there. The Western Conference Finals. 
Mm-hmm. All I had to do was simple to me. Either keep um um Brunson or resign Brunson. And and I think the deal was just too great that the Knicks were offering and Mark Cuban wanted him to go. He was like, I'm happy for the guy, which sounds like you lost. So, you lost, bro. You lost. <laughs> but imagine if we if you would have kept both of them. Yeah. Traded either or for more capital to help Luca with. Yeah. Kyrie Irving. You would have been sitting pretty. And he was blinded by the talent. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I have them looking out. I have them looking out. I don't have them making it in. So, um, I took the liberty to write down all the, their records and uh, the games that they have left. So I actually did like a win, loss, win, loss, win, loss thing. So, um, I think, I think, um, the top six is not going to change. Um, you know, given, you know, Phoenix and, Golden State, Phoenix, Golden State, and um, blah, blah, what's that team? The Clippers. They're going to interchange at some point yeah. between four or five and six, but that's going to be locked away. So then I, you know, I, I I wrote down everyone's current record, the games they have left, and who I think probability-wise they are going to win those games. So I got the T-Wolves going 42 and 40 and, um, and locking in. Uh, that seven spot. Now I gotta check the tiebreaker between uh the T Wolves and the Lakers because I have the Lakers also finishing 42 and 40. They do have one more game against each other. So I'll see if that determines the tiebreaker or not. Uh but either way, I got the T Wolves and the Lakers both finishing 42 and 20. So that's gonna be one's gonna be seven, one's gonna be eight, however it may uh it may uh shape out. I got the Pelicans going 41 and 41. Uh Zion might be right around the corner. So them at 41 and 41 is dangerous. <laughs> very, very dangerous. Um, and then I have the Mavericks rounding it out at 40 and 42, getting that 10 spot because I have the Thunder going 39 and 43 and the Jazz going 38 and 44. So I think the Mavericks are going to get just enough wins to get to uh to 40 wins and 42 losses, which will get them that 10 spot. So I got them sneaking in. Now, the thing is with the, the way the playing works, the seven plays the eight. And then the uh, nine plays the ten, and then they play the winner of the 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 loser of seven and eight. Now, if it's the Pelicans and the Mavericks, winner take all to get to the to to the next round. Who would you who would you pick to win that game? More than likely, the game would be played in New Orleans. More than likely, I don't have faith in the in the Mavericks, bro. I don't. So give me give me the Pelicans. Damn, crazy. And I'm, I just don't. I don't have faith. You have Luka Doncic. I, it's like hard. It, like we've seen him in the bro, playoffs. That dude was clutch. <laughs> He's clutch. Kyrie he too. No, nah, this is just different. Like I just I don't see it in Luka right now. I just like I see frustration. I see like anger. I see like why aren't we winning these games? We should be winning. We're losing by two. That we should be winning by. They lost the game in like what was it? They had an out of bounds play. You saw that? That was another yeah. crazy. You want to see a crazy thing? Yeah. Was that out of bounds play? That was probably the craziest thing I saw in sports. That made no sense to me. So, yeah, I mean, we're so it's tough. <laughs> it's tough. I, I think I think the Pelicans are, are a, a very well groomed and ran basketball team. I mean, they were up twenty against Golden State last night. They just played Golden State, so twenty points really means like four points. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they've shown an ability to like. When they're hot, they're hot. And if Zion's back, now, we've been playing the if game with Zion for too long now. But if he's there, you know, if the if had a fifth, we all be drunk. If he's there, 
That's I mean that shit. I'm I'm taking the Pelicans over the Mavericks a thousand percent if he's there because they already can't guard anybody in the perimeter. What do you think Zion gonna do to him? Twenty, he's gonna give him twenty eight and twelve every night. <laughs> Zion's gonna tell him like this. He's gonna be like, "You think I'm gonna play? <laughs> you think I'm gonna really play? <laughs> you little what's that? Juicy? You think I should play? A little juicy <laughs> action. Uh, but yeah. So, but yeah, if Zion, if if he does play though, I like I like I like the Pelicans and. T Wolves and Lakers, I'm gonna go with the Lakers to to win that uh, that game. So to me, it's gonna be those four, and then I think when it's all said and done, I think it's gonna be the Lakers and the Thunder rounding out the uh, winning their playing games and getting to the to the tourney. Um, now, anything about your Knicks that you want to discuss before we move on to baseball? Anything about the Knicks? Nah, I'm happy with them. They're playing good. I mean, they're losing some, they're winning some, but they're they're sitting pretty. What are we? We're the the fifth seed right now, I think. Yeah, you're you're the fifth seed, yeah, behind the Cavs. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't see us catching the Cavs. I don't see us, I don't see the Nets passing us. Yeah, they won't. Um, Yo, I, question. How hmm. would you feel if you have to play Donovan Mitchell in the first round? <laughs> over this, like which is probably head. going to happen. And then us. he beats y'all in the garden, like to, to call out the series. I got us. I got us. You give got us. y'all over Donovan. No, you know how personal this would be for Donovan? He gonna give y'all fuck 50. Me. Love Donovan Mitchell, but fuck him. <laughs> He's gonna give y'all 50. Um, and then with us, we, we've lost some games in a row now, which I'm not liking because we were hot. Be back. And beat is back. Harden's back. I just need them to get to the finish line. That's all I want. Please just get there. Whatever y'all gotta do. Hold on to that three C and just get to the finish line, and then we'll figure it out after that. Maybe try to get the second C because you know I don't want Boston to have home court advantage over us, and we have to play him in the second round. But I just need my guys to be healthy at the end of the season, and then let let the chips uh, lie where they may, or whatever the people say. So that's all I got. Um, well, when uh, by uh, next week we'll probably talk about like because um, by then this season's gonna be almost over, so. Probably like start looking at like first team, second team, third team, uh, you know, NBA war stuff like that. Because so, it's we're getting there. We're we're getting to the playoffs, baby. All right. What what time of year is it? Hey, you right. Look tomorrow. tomorrow I'm gonna let you know. No, it's not tomorrow. It's it's to, it's today now because when this episode is dropped, you gonna True. be you probably gonna be watch, listening to us on the side while you watching your Yankees or your Mets or your Phillies or your Dodgers. You gonna be listening to us and watching that. And then verifying that everything A-Rod says, because, you know, there's going to be some takes. But mm-hmm. obviously, this is your passion, your love, your baby. I give the floor to you. First of oh. all, I want to talk about, obviously, before we get to opening day tomorrow, um, I want you to talk about uh, the World Baseball Classic. Mm-hmm. Very exciting World Baseball Classic. Yes. And uh, what you've noticed in, uh, during spring training. Um. So the So the baseball classic, I think we expected more from the Dominican Republic and we didn't get that. Mm-hmm. And we expected less from Mexico and we got a whole lot more. Hey, getting Randy, getting Randy was the And I want to I want to say this now. I want to say this now about Randy Arena because he's one of my favorite players. Yeah. One of my favorite players in a small sample size, in a small sample size meaning a small tournament like playoffs, like the WBC. Mhm. That guy is the best player out there. I am sorry. Like, Ooh. 
He is the best. Like, oh, you remember when there. he won, Remember when he went to the World Series of the Rays and yeah. that's small- no, 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 he's no, he's COVID. COVID. He's clutch. <laughs> he is clutch. He's yeah. good. He's good. And Rays, you're gonna miss him when he's playing for the Dodgers next year. So next I'm year. just keeping out. Yo, like, tell, so my girl, you know, my girl, like a Rays fan. I'm always telling her. Yeah, man, just get used to it because uh, he's going to be in a Red Sox jersey <laughs> in about a year or two. <laughs> he's going to be gone. But, like, dude, that kid is so good. He and is. what I can say about the WBC is um, there's some bullshit teams out there. Like, like here, my only gripe with, with the WBC is, like, they try and make it too much like the World Cup. And yeah, of course, because it's a successful model. <laughs> I know, but, like, it, it is. But just – Nobody plays baseball in the Czech Republic, and half the team of her Italy or the Italy Italian. one bothered me. The Italy they're, one bothered me. They're all Italian baseball players, and and I mean, I get the I get the Jewish birthright for all the Jewish baseball players. Yeah. I get that, but it's like, you know, to, Tommy Edmond was playing for Korea, like <laughs> yeah, ties to Korea. Must have been born in a military base. So, you know, I I. I think for me, for the WBC, like it's it was very enjoyable. I watched every game. I remember I went on a date and I was watching the game during the day. I went on a date, y'all. I went on a date. <laughs> I went on a date and it was when Trey Turner hit that that uh, uh, grand slam. And I, Who? I, I what's his name? Wait, what's his name? Trey Turner. He you see behind me. You see the bats <laughs> behind me. <laughs> Trey Turner. I have a lot of respect for. I didn't hey, put it. Hey, that. if you're a gambling man. Uh, Plus, I think it's like plus twelve hundred for Trey Turner for MV, uh, MVP. He gonna get that. I don't think he will. At but... Citizens Bank Park, he gonna get you forty home run, forty two home runs. Watch. We will see. One hundred and twenty RBIs. <laughs> um, I'm I'm a big Trey Turner fan of it, but um, the WBC was good. I I my only gripe is like the the countries that are playing in it. Like, I feel like we can narrow it down to a couple um and and play based out of all of that. But I guess. You know the world wants to participate. It's a world sport. It is. It is. But but it's not a world sport at the same time. Like they're not playing that shit in Russia. They're really not. Half That's the team in Britain was our players. It's they're literally so. Literally to me, it's a North American, South American sport, and then Asia. Like those yeah. are. That's where you're getting your uh, your talent yeah. from from a baseball and standpoint. And, and Australia, Australia has entered the chat too because we're getting a lot of players from Australia too. Okay. So, uh, um. <clears throat> It was very enjoyable, and and to see Dominican Republic go down to Puerto Rico was was you know great, and and I I think I put it on my Twitter. I was like, I got a lot of Dominican people quiet on my Twitter, bro. Dominican you know how you know the rivalry that Puerto Rico and Dominicans have in yeah. general, and like Puerto that was perfect. Going, Puerto Ricans were going crazy. They're like, we're gonna win this shit now, da 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 da, because you know they beat us in the finals years back. Puerto Ricans went dead quiet, you know, when Mexico beat them. Mexico. No. Gotta give it to him. If, if Mexico didn't have a Randy Orozarena there, like that would be big. Mm-hmm. That would that would that would be big. They would not be that good because that guy was their best player and the in my opinion, the best player in the WBC. Better than more O'Connor. than Trey Turner? More than Trey Turner, more, more than, than Otani? More than Trey Turner, more than Otani. Yes. He was the best if he would have kept going. Um and um, the other thing I want to say is in the WBC, it was the first time this year we got to see um, <clears throat> Cuban exiles play for the country. Yeah. First time we got to see MLB players that play for Cuba playing for the country. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell them right now, shame on you. 
once again. I will tell you, shame on you for playing for that country. That's bullshit. That's why I love Randy Arosarena because he won and played for Mexico because he knows the kind of exile and the persecution he had to go through to go there. Yeah. And I root against Cuba the entire time. Mm-hmm. Root against them the entire fucking time. And I'm Cuban. So that's a lot to say. Ah, about. the commies. <laughs> but the thing is, like, they only took players that were in a certain demographic of, like, an exile period. Mm-hmm. And then after that, like, if you exile before, um, during the Castro reign, like, they weren't allowing those players to come back. Mm-hmm. So they could have got a whole lot of talent out of out of um the the uh mlb but they didn't want to go play for that country mm-hmm. they wouldn't play for them and crazy fun fact out of all the latin american countries in baseball hall of fame what country do you think has the most uh hall of famers from latin america cuba cuba correct yeah. <laughs> well the dominican republic I know. More Venezuela, <laughs> all of that so that's crazy to think that but it was first time we got to see that um you know, shout out to Cuba. They put up a good fight, but USA whooped that ass as they should. Um, and then it came down to Mexico and uh, Japan. And in the finals, we have Japan and USA. And when I tell you every year, I say don't sleep on Japan because they are the real deal. Of course. Um, that's why we're bringing in guys over every yeah, year. Yeah, no, And I was trying to draft a couple of them in, in our in our fantasy draft. I'm like, damn, yeah. I'll beat me two of them. <laughs> yeah. The week- but how did you feel? How did you feel? Watching that last at bat with uh, Otani and Trout, like what were your what was your mindset? You couldn't write it up, Benny. Yeah. It's the script, though. You could. <laughs> it, it was insane that it came down to that. Yeah, the one in the MLB and player two, mark them how you want. I don't care. Um, Otani's Otani, past him. I'm sorry. <laughs> Otani is special. Yeah. Otani is special because he has the ability to pitch. But if you were to put him with a bat against Trout, I'm taking Trout any day of the week. If you were to put him in fielding against Trout, I'm giving him, I'm giving it to, to uh, Trout. Yeah, but the course. thing is, the thing is, he's a he's a he's a dual threat. It's the and, it's the extra added bonus that he's not only just a pitcher; he's an ace. Like he can yeah. pitch, pitch, and he's and he's humble. I like yeah. that about Tony. He's a very humble guy. So how's his English? Not good. He had but you know, Ichiro never got that English. Down. Yeah. I mean, Otani doesn't either. In the show last year, in the video game, like, he said, like, this is the show. And, yeah, like, yeah. that was pretty much it. But, <laughs> I mean, it'll, it'll come with time. He's going to be a he's gonna be a superstar over here. He's already a superstar. And he's going to be paid the most because he does the most. So, yeah. it's going to be crazy to see his contract. We saw Trout's contract, and we were like, God damn. Bro, Otani about to get bread, bread. He is. They're saying. Where do you think he ends up? Where he ends up? Yeah. I don't think the Angels are going to let that guy go. He's not. He's he's he gone. Look, his international team wants him to become a megastar. And the only – you're not going – Anaheim and Los Angeles are not the same, okay? New York is not like – I yo, you know, I was looking at Japan's jersey. Staying on the West Coast. Wherever he goes, he's staying. Are you sure? Because I was looking at that Japan jersey, and it looked like Yankee <laughs> jerseys. I was like, oh, shit. I can yeah. imagine him in the Yankees jersey. I, trust me, I love it, but I don't think we're going to get him. I think he if he goes anywhere – it's going to be either the Padres or the Dodgers. I think the Dodgers. Yeah. I, I, for a second, I thought maybe the Red Sox, but I think it's the Dodgers. I think the Dodgers because the Dodgers are. If you look at the Rogers, the the roster this year, that that uh, roster has been depleted a lot. Yeah, it's not as you know heavy as it usually. They're is. over under is like ninety point four, and they just won one hundred and eleven, one hundred eleven, one thirteen games last year, and now they're over. Go, you know, go ahead. I says now the over under is 90.4. I'm like, damn, that's a yeah. big drop. 
They're projecting the Dodge or the the um, Padres to win it all, and I'm just like sitting here laughing. You know like, they're gonna screw it up. <laughs> you know like, they're gonna shit the like, bed at some point. They beat the Dodgers, and then the Come one on, day, man, the, you know what's gonna happen. <laughs> and then the one time they beat the Dodgers, they can't get past the Phillies. So it's yeah. like, come on, what are we really doing here? Hey, we hey, we beat that ass. Uh, exactly. Also, I can also see him going to the Giants. I think the Giants are and too West Coast are, team. The Giants are due to like be dominant again. I, I feel like it's just. We're getting closer to it a little bit, and I feel like they're due to like, you know, play. Yo, I'm not gonna lie. I've watched a lot of baseball in my day. Playoff baseball in the Bay, like when it's like this, the World Series, it's just beautiful, dog. It's just, it just feels like I can just feel the presence of it. I don't know. It, it definitely is. Um, but I, I honestly think like I keep reading what a lot of people are uh, are projecting. Mm-hmm. And they're they're seeing him back with Los Angeles, finding a way to do it. Um, but if if I'm a betting man, I think he's going to go to the Dodgers. That's where I think he's going to go. If I was the betting man, I'm, 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 I'm I think I'm liking the Giants now. I'm liking yeah. the Giants. I can see it. I can see it. I can see it. Someone with a large Asian population. That's why be. I said the Giants, because I mean San mm. Francisco is a heavy, heavy Asian population. So I feel like he'd be able to just LA feel too. comfortable. <laughs> LA too. I mean yeah. LA. LA too, but have you been to San Francisco? You've been to LA, bro. LA is like I've never been to LA because I'm about to get shot. There too. I'm about to get shot. There's, 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 there's a hella, there's hella Asians there. So, anyways, the WBC. I mean, it was a great game. I think the the storybook ending was Otani versus Trout, and Otani got his best number. Otani, Otani got MVP. It was, it was a great game. It was back and forth. It was yep. right down to the wire, and. I'm not upset with it. I like I like seeing good baseball games. Of course, I wanted the USA to win it all. I wish we could have yeah. did it, but um, hey, but you saw my dog Schwarber, my dog Trey. We just be out here, yo. When Bryce Harper gets back, whoosh. hey, alert, alert, <laughs> alert, alert. There's a, a shooter. In- yeah, the the Phillies are scary, man. But I mean, we'll we'll see what happens. Y'all, yeah. once again, y'all made a y'all had a great off season, in my opinion. You got Trey Turner. You got um uh this kid uh Pache now from the the A's the A's yeah. said we're not keeping him and y'all were like we'll give you a we'll, we'll take it <laughs> um you went and got the bullpen you got um uh Soto from the from the Tigers you we went got Kimbrel you got Kimbrel which is a scary one but I love I it we got we got Sir Anthony I like Sir Anthony still Sir Anthony's good um and then you went and got what's the guy Tawan Walker from Tawan the he, so you, I think I think um. God, what's his name? The uh, Spanish cat. Oh, uh, Ranger. Ranger Suarez. I think he's a little banged up, and mm-hmm. I think Tawan's gonna like get that four, that, that pitch fourth, and then I think Ranger might fall to five because Ranger was like flirting with the bullpen again late who's last year. Three? Huh? Who's your three? Um, who's that three right Tawan's now? Gonna be it's, your three. it's Nola. It's Wheeler, and it's um. God, we just picked up somebody. Who is it? Who is it? Who is it? Juan. No. No, 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 no. It's Nola. It's Wheeler. It's oh yeah, maybe it is Tawan. Because uh Eflin's gone. Yeah, because we, we sent him to the Rays, right? He signed with the Rays. He's the highest paid player that the Rays have ever paid for. Three years, forty million dollars is the highest rated <laughs> You know how terrible that is? Uh yeah, yeah, you're right. Tawan would be a three. Still, yeah, damn. But now with Ranger out, we need we need to go fix that. Yeah, we need to we because Ranger is banged up right now. Yeah, we gotta fix that. 
And then also what? to also break my heart, one of you know, my boy, one of my boy, you know, JT's my guy on the team, right? But Reese Hopkins is like my is my my dog dog. Like he's like my Chase Utley back in the day. Like it's just that's it's just my road dog. So with him being out, man, that broke my heart. I'm not gonna lie, man. That that really tore my core out of me. It's like shit. You got you got two first basemen now. Yeah, but Derek Hall, remember him. Yeah, no. He came but... on, he came on late last year. He was hitting, he was hitting some bombs. So I think his bag average is gonna be trash, but he gonna he gonna he gonna hit some bombs in that in that part. Yeah, I mean Scorver's gonna see time at first for sure, too. So yeah, he's that. Um but yeah, I didn't really watch a lot of spring training only because I was watching the WBC. I tried to catch what I could. Yeah. Um there's there's a lot of good prospects coming up this year too. Like mm-hmm. you get to see we get to see Volpe for the Yankees. You were waiting. talking about him a couple uh, like a few weeks ago. Like yo, yeah, this kid, been, this kid. I have been waiting for this kid to come up. He's they're they're comparing him to Derek Jeter. Already. That's what you told. That's what you said. I'm like, oof, that's big Derek shoes. That is very big shoes. He's gonna wear number eleven too, which is a good number for him to wear. That's my favorite. That's my favorite number. Fun fact: the number eleven. Yeah, Volpe. Volpe's that dude. So Volpe is um. <clears throat> Is getting called up. Jordan Walker from the uh, Cardinals is another guy. He's been log jammed by Arenado, so they've moved him to the outfield. He got the call up. Uh, there's another one. There's another big one that I can't think of that's getting a call up. I can't think. Uh, there's going to be a rookie uh, shortstop for the um, what do you call it? The Colorado Rockies. Uh, there's there's a lot. And speak, uh, sorry, really quickly with the with the Cardinals young talent. Uh, Lars Newtbar. I, I'm really looking for like he he somebody else I picked up like in fantasy late last year. I'm like, yo, this kid's pretty good. I think he gonna he's gonna take a very big step this year. So that's somebody I would definitely be looking out for too. Yeah, the the thing about the Cardinals is like they have a revolving door of outfielders. Like oh, yeah. they good ones and they just bring in another one every year. And, and he he came on last year too. But um, yeah, there's there's a lot of young talent in baseball, and we preached it last time. Is like, what's the best thing for baseball is the young talent and there's some exciting guys. We're going to see Volpe this year. We're going to see Walker. Uh, Tristan Cassis is coming on. He's going to be playing for the Red Sox at first base. Mm-hmm. They finally sent Dahl back down. Sit that Dahl back down. Um, Ezekiel uh, Tovar for the for the Rockies. Uh, we're going to see uh, uh, this kid Miguel Vargas play for the uh, for the Dodgers. I'm excited to see him play. He's by natural trade a third baseman, but I think they're going to put him at second base. Um, Josh Jung, he's gonna be playing on an exciting Texas Rangers uh team as the starting. Yo, that's I'm happy you said that exciting Texas Rangers because like yeah, that just came out of nowhere with every all the moves that they made. So, yeah, they, sure. they made all those moves. You know why to beat the Astros? And if any time you can beat the Astros now, mm-hmm. it's gonna be out because they don't have that pitching that they used to have. Yeah, you you lost a big one in Verlander, but these other guys that they had behind them, they, hey, the uh, pitching is still there. Framber is a dog. Framber okay. Is, Remember had I, one good I, year, one good year, and I give it to him. I give it to him. I think, I think, um, I think they have a pretty good. They have a pretty solid rotation. Let me, uh, let me, yeah. Hold if on. you look at that, if you look at that staff, it's always been hurt. Like Lance McCullers hasn't pitched. I, in, he pitched in the playoffs last year, and he didn't do that great. I mean, but he. I mean, Valdez and Garcia are good. Okay, I'll give you those two. Yeah, but they, they're not like Justin. Ver- Yo, Jose Urikitty. He's he's good. He's okay. We'll see. But I mean the 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 goal for the for the um the uh American League 
uh, West is just beat the Astros and you're in. That's what you got to do. Hey, it sounds so easy, right? Now you got got Jeremy Pena. (laughs) Yeah, they have Jeremy Pena, and then they went and got, you know, they got Jose Abreu to play first base now. So it's it's crazy. Um, You got Jose Abreu, bro. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) I am... I am excited for. Oh, the other one is the kid from the White Sox. Um, what the hell's his name? It's gonna hold on. That's I'll a take no, no, no. The the other rookie that just got the call up. To oh, the gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, uh, Colas, that kid, okay. Oscar Colas. He's a he's an outfielder. So now you'll have Colas, you'll have uh, Luis Robert, and you'll have Ezekiel or uh, Ezekiel. You'll have Jimenez all in the outfield, all Latin outfield, which would be dope. Mm-hmm. So I'm a, I'm excited to see that. Um. But a lot of players change positions too. You're gonna to see Jazz Chisholm in the outfield. Oh, um, bro, Jazz Chisholm—that's another person. Remember we talking about marketability with the young talent? He's he got show. he's on the cover, bro. Like I've been flirting with. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it. Like the last few, like for the last ten years, I keep trying to convince myself to get the show, and I still haven't done it. I feel like now is gonna be the time. Just, I mean. I'll think, tell you right now, I've been playing it since Friday. Yeah. The soundtrack is the best soundtrack I've heard. Word. It's it's finally like I don't have to listen to country music yeah. or something hit. Like it's all hip hop. It's all like pop. It's all like they're going I, for hey, they gotta going have for some it. They know on it. The roots are on it. Like it's it's pretty legit. So the soundtrack on MLB the show, I gotta get that. So it's it's a good game, but um, a lot of player position changes as well. Um, and uh I'm I'm truly excited for baseball. I can't now, what about forget player position changes? What about all the rule changes? So we see yeah. uh the pitch clock has shortened the game by like 36 minutes. So you know, you don't gotta sit and watch a four-hour game. Now it's two and a half hours, which is about the same time as a basketball game, a hockey, uh hockey match. So it's not, that's pretty deep. That's a pretty solid time for baseball. They have bigger bags now. Um, you know, they got, you know, you can only, uh, what do you call it? That check off, check off or check yeah. twice, right? Whatever. So um, I think steals are going to be up. I think home runs are going to be up. Personally, I think it's going to be, I think offensively, not only is going to be shorter games, but we're going to get a lot. I feel like we're going to get a lot more scoring too. So, you know, what do you, what do you feel about, you know, all the rule changes and everything like that? I just want to see it happen. I want. I know there's going to be a lot of trial and error yeah. uh, this year, and I I hope what happened in in the um, spring training games doesn't carry through to the major league games because there was a lot of issues going on with that. Yeah, and um, I'm more concerned about like the ninth inning. Like, how do you enforce that, that in the ninth inning? Because base baseball and soccer are the two superstitious sports that I I yeah. I think they're very superstitious, and you see. You know, Derek Jeter go up there with his gloves, do that, yep. and come back, all of that, and get in his stand. So, like, it's 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 going to be different for them going up there. Yeah. And then I told you, if you want to get them acclimated for the majors, are you going to start implementing this through the through the minors, through the yeah. college, through all that? Well, they started off with the pitch clock in the minors last year, or two years ago. So they've already experimented with it there. Okay. So. I mean, I'm I'm okay with it. I just want to see like how it goes down. But like you said, if it comes down to the ninth inning and that shit's like Bruh. hanging, over, that's gonna be tough. That'll be. You will talk about. You know how every time we hear about baseball, it's always like a negative story. That story would be ridiculous. Like, yo, it would be, be bad. So that's the last thing that they need to be known for is that they cost 
the New York Yankees a chance to get to the World Series because of a pitch clock or something clock that makes you lose an out. You know what I mean? Like that, that's bad. So yeah, it's, it's gonna be weird, but yeah, you know, I think I think eventually, you know how early on you're working out the kinks. At some point, they just all right, we're gonna work out the kinks and then we're gonna do it this way. So we'll see how that goes. Um, how do you feel about your Yankees this year? Um I'm excited. I think Volpe is the thing that we needed to get done. Like that was the big thing. Yeah. And get the juice back. He doesn't have a juice bat. No, the He's... juice back into the locker room. Oh yeah. I think, I think we needed like that young guy. Yeah. That's what I mean. Just like, you know, quirky fun, mm -hmm. take a little bit of the pressure off of judge judges is his first year as the captain. So like, I'm, I'm excited to see this for He's him. He's built he... for it literally and physically. <laughs> Figuratively and literally, he's he's built yeah, for it. He's like he's a leader. Yeah. If there's anybody that I've ever seen that's a good leader, is him. And what's killing me is why we have Josh Donaldson. I think that's like a cancerous part of my team. I don't like Josh Donaldson. I think mm -hmm. he's just a has been of himself. Like he's a name now. Um, yeah, he'll get you twenty something homers and seventy RBIs, but he used to hit thirty. And he used to hit 100 RBIs and yeah. used to hit for 300. And he used to be an MVP. Now he's batting 220 and he can't field anymore as best he could. Like, I um, I, I think LeMay, you should be our everyday third baseman. Like, that should be his gig and not a platoon guy because he's our, in my opinion, he's our best hitter. Mm -hmm. LeMay is our BJ? best hitter. Yeah, I yeah. think he's our best hitter. So, most consistent hitter at that. I know Judge had a near 300 year last year, but. DJ is consistently getting. Nah, I can't agree with you. I'm sorry. Huh? I, can't, I can't agree with you. Aaron Judge is, is stupid, bro. He's too good. He is. He is. No, he's he's good. He's yeah. good. Don't get me wrong. But I'm saying like a guy to lead off every game, like and and be consistent in the batting average with Aaron Judge. We'll say with Aaron Judge. Correct. You ask me who my number two, who's going to be the number two bat off the for the team, and my answer was DJ Lemayhew. Mm. He's not penciled in as a starter. He's penciled in as a platoon guy, but he gets a lot of playing time. Mm -hmm. He'll relieve Josh Donaldson a day. He'll relieve Glaber Torres a day. He'll relieve Anthony Rizzo a day. But that guy should be starting every day. Yeah. So it's it's tough for me to see that. And and you Stanton's going to be your DH. Um, I'm excited with the young talent. I'm excited with the pitching. Um, I'm not happy we got rid of Chad Green because now he's with the with the Blue Jays, who, and he was a stud with us. And he used to set up Chapman, but now mm -hmm. we're going to go with the the Clay Holmes, Michael King one two punch. Clay, we'll Holmes, see yeah. Clay Holmes is, is, is nice though. He is. He's he's nice. Michael King, I don't know about. He mm -hmm. did good in the beginning and then got hurt. So I think getting rid of Chad Green was a dumb move. But I get moving on from a role as Chapman, um, <laughs> and then our starters, and then our starters are like they're pretty solid. They're pretty solid. We have Frankie Montez is out for a while. Um, we just signed. Fuck, what's his name? The the kid that was with the Giants. Uh, I can't think, but he's gonna be out a little bit, but he'll be back. I'm I'm excited for baseball. The only thing I want is to win a win a World Series. I'm 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 okay with everything they've done this all season, but if it doesn't get done, you got to start evaluating this man manager. Man, yeah. this manager just ain't it. For me. I feel it. I feel I'm it. not a I'm not a big Aaron Boone fan, but I'm, 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 I'm excited. Like, that's, for that's that's what they need to fix. <laughs> But yeah. So with me and, I, that's and where I, I'm at. I briefly alluded to it earlier, you know, just the, the Reese Hoskins thing does bother me, but you know, patch is good. 
Um, I do, you know, you know, I love me some JT. That's my dog. Derek Hall, I think, is going to have a pretty decent year. We'll see how uh, Boehm and Stott do. Um, you know, it's I always get a little concerned about them. But then, you know, Trey Turner, Kyle Schwarber. Kost, I think Castellano is going to have a much better year than last year. Um, I hope so, I, man. What's up? I said I hope so because he was horrible last That's year. That's what I mean. I think he's going to bounce back in a big way. I think he's going to have a much better year than last year. So I think, you know, for me, how i always been with my team, you know, oh, yeah, cool, but pitching. Oh, yeah, cool, but pitching. We got the good one-two punch with Nolan Wheeler. That's not going to change. Um, I, I, I you. you know, I like what you're right about. Walker, I, I just realized he's going to be our three. I like it, obviously, but, like, I feel like after him, it's like, we don't, you know, Ranger, I don't know what's going on with him. Like I said, he was starting to be in the bullpen late last year. So, like, I feel like with his injuries right now. He went and made trades. He I, went and made trades and got guys. So, so like, that yeah. was that. That's why he was in the bullpen. I'll see, yeah, we'll see where Ranger, you. and then after that's like, okay, well, you know who's next? You know Bailey Falter. So, uh, but you know me, where I where I got to is like our our um, our bullpen. That is to me is going to be the key. It's like all right now, now I can I can trust us. So as long as our bullpen holds up, obviously Craig Kimbrell is amazing, um, and then Sir Anthony Alvarado as well. Like you know they're going to do a good job there too. So I just think as long as we you know, you know, we can we can just weather the storm without Bryce Harper because I just mentioned all those people and I didn't even mention Bryce Harper. So weather the storm while he's out. Um, I that we'll be fine. It's just you know the NL East is just is a is a is a dog fight in itself uh, with the Braves and the and the, and the uh, Mets. So we just got to survive survive that uh that little NL East spat and see where that takes us. So. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. All right. I'm excited right. for all. So say what? I'm just excited for all baseball to start. Same, man. bro. Same. T-Mobile. T-Mobile, T-Mobile gives you the Tuesday. Pass free. And I read that shit this morning at like six a.m. T-Mobile <laughs> Tuesday. So my, yo, T-Mobile Tuesday is like is like a holiday for me. I'm like, yes. I woke up on T-Mobile Tuesday. I re-downloaded my T-Mobile Tuesday app because I already had it off my phone because, like, yeah, I'll wait till baseball season. And then I put it in all the chats. Hey, guys, it's T-Mobile Tuesday. Get your get your MLB, your MLB package. So, yeah, I'm very excited for that. Um, especially, like, for me, my team doesn't play here. My, my team plays for Philadelphia. So, like, I need to be able to watch the games. And while I'm at work, I like to have all the distractions on possible, and that's going to be a great distraction for the next few months. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. Now, finally, college basketball. We won't spend too much time here. Um, this tournament has been crazy, both the men's and the women's tournament. Um, before I get to the men, bro, have you seen Caitlin Clark play basketball? Bruh, bruh, bruh. That, that, now that's a when she gets to the WNBA, I'm watching her play. Her Paige Buckers uh, from uh, UConn, she's going she to get healthy next year. Like, they, they got some dogs coming into the league now. It's about to get real, real interesting. So, and then that that uh, South Carolina team, but they're, they're about to go, they're trying to go undefeated. They're fantastic. So, I just want to give props to, to the ladies, especially with the month ending soon and it's Women's History Month. And, uh, you know, I want to make sure that you're appreciated again. Now, the men. Who the hell could have appreciated? I mean, appreciated. Who the hell could have seen this shit coming? We got FAU, San Diego State, Miami, and uh, who's the last one? UConn. My bad. UConn. 
Dog, it's like UConn. Okay, that's cool. Florida Atlantic, Atlantic University. See, you couldn't see this year. I just didn't see enough from you. But they're just saying, hey, remember the Big East? Yeah. Just to run that shit. Don't forget about us. But at the end of the day, give me your winner for the NCAA tournament. And why? UConn, because of them. I always make a UConn bracket every year. And I'm actually it's either I'm UConn actually, or Miami. I'm actually agreeing with you. I think it's going to be UConn. I think FAU is a cool story. San Diego State is boring. It's boring. Miami is really good. But I think years like this, UConn always wins championships, just random years. The Kemba Walker year and the Malik Monk, like they just, I'm Malik Monk, but they just randomly win their championships. So I think this is going to be another one of their randoms. So I got UConn as well. Come up and then watch FAU win the whole shit. Dog. <laughs> South Florida is about to go crazy. So this is literally, this is the first, I think, ever March, in my opinion. This has to be the, the most final four I've ever seen. There's yeah. no pops there. It's funky. There's no pops. So, side note. It doesn't. USF hires Sharif Abdul-Rahim's uh, brother, so uh, from Keysaw State. That. I saw that. I love that. Whatever. I love that. Ain't the real Sharif. We'll see. Anyway, wrap us up. Uh, yeah, so you can find us on Twitter at fair underscore weather pod. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube. Just search the fair weather podcast. Whatever you subscribe or listen to podcasts, you can find us there as well. Words of wisdom. Um, in lieu of the the the, the crazy shit that happened in uh, Tennessee uh, yesterday, y'all just please just be careful out there. Um, you know, be nice to people. Uh, be kind. That's always my advice. Just be kind because once again, you know, we don't take mental health seriously, and we we're gonna try to find a way to politicize this as well and all that dumb shit that that follows after all uh, something so tragic to children, but. Just be kind, you know, just be kind and, you know, protect yourself, you know, be safe. And that's it. <laughs>